2: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland, from the North Shore to the Classic Eight, from the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill Smell that fresh coat It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are It's the varsity blitz high school football scoreboard show powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh,
4: welcome into the varsity blitz high school football scoreboard show. Powered by our friends at Kern Electric. On 1250 AM, the fan, I am Mike McGivern. We're going to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. And it's week five, and a lot of stuff's starting to break. You know, what they're going to do playoff-wise. What's uh, WI thinking and kind of what we thought they're going to do, they're going to do. And I'll get into that in a minute. Let me tell you about the games that we're covering right now. And uh, if you're going out to a game and you don't hear it, give us a call at 414-799-1250. And be one of my sideline reporters, man. Give us, uh, come on, talk to Austin, give us the score. Always do the, t- the, the, uh, the, uh, the largest score first. Don't, uh, don't do what happened to Austin last week where I almost went through the glass there and yelled at him. Don't, don't give me, hey, it's 7 to 13, somebody. That, that doesn't work here. So make sure you say it's 14-7 or 7 nothing something like that. So uh, here are the games we have covered. Uh, St. Francis at Martin Luther, Germantown at Brookfield Central, Muskego at McGuanago, Tulsa East at Lake Country Lutheran, Waukesha West at Arrowhead, Menominee Falls at Brookfield East, Nicolet at Cedarburg. We've got uh, Lakeside Lutheran at, at Lake Mills, and West Bend East at Homestead. Hey, before I get into what the WI is doing, so I've been doing this show, I don't know, 13, 14 years, something like that. I, I, I can't remember, but it's been a long time. And how this thing started was we started, we went from a Christian station to a uh, sports station and went to the program director, so we should do a high school basketball show. I was coaching at Whitefish Bay, Dominican at the time, and uh, the guy said no, uh-uh. So, I put a business plan together because I'm a salesperson here. And to be honest with you, I just wanted to sell it and make some money. So, I put the business plan in front of uh, this guy, and he looked at it, put it in his do- drawer, and said, uh, No. And then an on air guy decided, You know, hey, let me, we should do a high school basketball show. And the program director said, That's a great idea. Talk to McGovern. He's got some ideas. One thing led to another. They let those guys go and they asked me to do the high school basketball show for four weeks. And they said, Hey, that went well. Why don't you take it over? came to me and said, what do you know about football? I said, know a lot about football. They said, don't to do a football show. And then Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, who I'm like Frankenstein, and he keeps tightening the bolt in my neck, said, we should do this. uh, We should do a scoreboard show. So we started this scoreboard show. and, And year one, I had four guys with me, four guys. We would ask questions like, have you had the popcorn? What's the dance team look like? What's the crowd like? Hey, do you have any uh, any fathers from some of the players that want to come on the show? We had four guys, so we had to talk to these guys a lot. And one of the guys that has been with me since day one, and uh, he is my friend, and I've known him for a long time. We played a lot of softball together. We, uh, we bowled together. And this is a guy that would, uh, in the middle of a snowstorm, he didn't know you, you didn't know him, and you asked him for his shirt and his boots. He would give them to you. And he's, he's not feeling great right now. He, uh, and he's a guy that, that I need to have on the sidelines during this show. Mike Bush is a guy that has been with me since day one. And the way one man loves another man, that's why I love this guy, man. He is, uh, he is as good a guy as there is. So tonight, before you lay down and go to bed, you know what? Say a little prayer for my friend Mike Bush that he gets healthy again. This uh, this COVID thing has hit him. And and I'm sorry, Mikey, if you're listening, you don't want people to know. I apologize, but that's, that's life. And we're going to pray hard for you. And I don't expect to see you on the sideline next week, but maybe a couple of weeks, maybe playoff time for doing the show. And you know um, what you and your family... Mean to me personally, mean to my family, and uh, figure I'd start the show by this because everybody who listens to the show knows you, knows your voice, knows exactly how excited you get for high school football. Let me tell you one quick Mike Bush story. I, it, look, I and I'll get to this WIA thing. I promise we'll have time. I was coaching basketball where my son went to Calvary Baptist in Falls. We had sixty-seven kids in the full in the school. We had seven or eight boys on the basketball team. And it wasn't like money was flowing at this little private Baptist school in Menominee Falls. And it's a great school. It is just west of the YMCA, and they do great work. Uh, Academically, it's a wonderful school. And Mike Bush was in charge of the Franklin Youth Football Program. And man, he did a great job with this program, right? They were, man, a lot of kids, a lot of parents. Um, a lot of money. They were doing great. Well, I, I, I here, when we could, I did this Johnsonville Broadstop in front of Pick and Save stores, and we'd raise three, 400 bucks for nonprofits, for clubs, for youth programs, stuff like that. And I called him, and I said, hey, um, do you want to do this for the Franklin Youth football team? And he said, no, I really don't. No, uh-uh. And I said, no. He said, hold on a second. You know what? Yeah. Um, I I think that I do. When when is it, and what do we have to do? And he said, uh, yeah, we got you. We'll take it. It was in Franklin, and um, he brought a bunch of kids over, and they told a bunch of people, and we sold more brats, I think, at that thing than we ever did. And I said, that's great, Michael. Nice job. Didn't talk to him again for a while. About eight, nine days later, the athletic director at Calvary Baptist said, hey, We just got a check for like $600 from the Franklin Youth Football Program? You know anything about this? And I go, you got to be kidding me. What Mike Bush did was he had his kids learn about giving to to kids that might not have what his kids do. He taught those kids a very valuable lesson, and he told them about this small private Christian school in Menominee Falls that was struggling to buy basketballs and uniforms. And these kids in Franklin rallied. And and Mike Bush, I'm just telling you, so he got these kids to come out. They worked three hours on a Saturday morning. And then he took the check and he sent it to Calvary Baptist without saying anything to anybody. Just sent it and said from the Franklin Youth Football Program, use it for what you need. This is the guy that I'm asking you that when you put your head on the pillow tonight, Say a quick prayer for my friend. Just say a quick prayer, and and we need to get him back 100%. We need to get him healthy. Because, like I said earlier, in the middle of a blizzard, whether he knew you or not, if you needed his boots and you needed a shirt, this guy would give it to you. No questions asked. Here you go. You need him? There you go. And he'd go figure out how to get by without him. So, Michael, if you're listening and – Again, man, I miss you. I miss having you on this show. You have been with me since day one. We we have hung out since we were seventeen years old. You were the you were the bad influence. I was the good angel. You were the bad angel, and you know that. Well, maybe not all the time, but man, I need you back. And if you need anything, there is an army of people out here that love you to death and will do whatever you need. And understand, man, that uh, your daughter is phenomenal, man. Whew. She has been, hey, you know what? She, her and I talk four, five, six times a day right now. And she, man, she is hurting right now. She's sad. And she's like, I'm going to get him back. So do me a favor tonight. When, you, when your head hits the pillow, close your eyes. And a quick prayer. Quick prayer for my friend Mike Bush that we get him back on Friday nights as soon as possible because the show's not nearly as fun, and it's not nearly as good. For some reason, this dude gets every big game, and it's not like I set it up that way, and it might not be the most attractive on the schedule, but he gets to the sidelines. It ends up to be 38-37 in overtime, and he's running up and down the sidelines yelling like a crazy guy. So, Michael, if you're listening, um, get a good night's sleep get better tomorrow. Um I got your text. I know you're you're struggling a little bit today and and I pray that tomorrow gets better. All right. There you go. We'll get to the WIA stuff um later. And uh last thing Michelle, if you're listening and I think that you are, thank you. Thank you. Your your father is so proud of you and your brother, but he man, he talks about you and and uh rightfully so. You do a great job. You get three beautiful kids, and you're still taking good care of your mom and dad. Keep keep doing that, please. All right, let's get out to some of these games. Michael Rachel, he is at the Tulsa East Lake Country Lutheran game. Michael, is brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentices. Their starting pay is $27 bucks an hour. Just go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Michael, what's going on?
5: Yeah, first of all, my thoughts are with Mike Bush tonight. Thank you. I don't know him personally, but a friend of yours is a friend of mine. A friend of the show is a friend of mine as well. So I
4: appreciate there. that. He's a good man. Uh,
5: from Lake Country Lutheran, it is eight to 8-7 LCL. They lead it over Tosa East. Uh, Chase Caliendo, I don't know if there's a, a correlation to Frank Caliendo, the, the comedian. We'll have to check on that. But he had a 45-yard uh, opening kickoff return to Tosa East, 45. The first play from scrimmage was thrown to Tim Frickering, 41 yards, touchdown catch. Made it eight to nothing for two and got it. Tosta East responded on their opening drive with a 65-yard slant over the middle for a touchdown. Extra point was good. It is eight to seven. Lake Country Lutheran early in this one.
4: Hey, let me tell you, Michael this game. So when I saw it on the schedule, I've got um, some friends whose kids play at Lake Country Lutheran. In fact, watch the—I uh, believe he's an inside linebacker. His last name is Amac. Nate Amac's son. Um, take a look. I think you might play a little bit of tight end as well. Um, they said, "Hey, hopefully Tosi will give us a challenge because we 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 haven't gotten challenged much." I said, "Trust me, they will. They got defense alignment going to Arizona State. They got athletes all over the field. This is a different type of team than than you're used to playing, and it'll be interesting to see. Uh, this is one of the games that I would go to." Um, had I not had to be in here. So, Michael, Rachel, keep us up to date. The other game I would have gone to is the one John Moore is at, Muskego at McGuanagoe. And John Moore is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Man, Mike Bush would tell you, go see Smoking At Mary for all your awards, promotions, and embroidery work. John, give us an update.
6: Well, my thoughts and prayers with you, Mike Bush. Thank you. We're playing for him out here, buddy. Anywho, Mike, not what I was expecting to start the game. We have an early McClonagough turnover. They fumbled it on their own 40. And Air Krausey, 20 yards. Krausey to Derek Holman for the score. We have 7 0. Mosquito over McClonagough.
7: On the carry for the Indians.
4: So, man, Mosquito throwing the ball, that's like their second throwing touchdown in two weeks. For Good the for Indian? them. <laughs> Yeah, Mike, that's, that's what I
6: was expecting, Mike. You told me they
4: run the ball out here in Muskego. Yeah, they uh they run the ball a lot. You're not going to see. I'll tell you what, over-under is five, John. <laughs> over-under on passes for Muskego is five. I'm still taking the under. Yeah, there you go, seven-nothing. Muskego over Go. Let's get out to line five if we can. Andy Marino, he is at the Menominee Falls at Brookfield East game. Andy, give us an update.
8: Hey, Mac, I got Menominee Falls 7, Brookfield East 0, five minutes in the first quarter. Mac, I'm just happy to show up here, and there was actually a game here uh, compared to what happened to me the last few weeks. Uh, Quite an amazing start here. Menominee Falls was driving Brookfield East with the interception, and on the same play, Menominee Falls hit him, forced the fumble. Menominee Falls recovers and ran it right into the end zone. So, This uh, visiting uh, section I'm sitting with is just
4: electric right now. Man, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad. You know, the other weeks, Andy, I sent you the games that I knew there were not going to be a game. (laughs) I I just did that on purpose because I have to – I might as well say down there, you've been struggling with some of your updates, and I wanted you to have a week off. Here's Andy Marino, 7-0, Menominee Falls over Brook East. And Andy is is sponsored by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit FastbackPT.com. You do it today. Receive a free virtual consultation for any injury. Get back to doing the things that you love to do pain-free. Let's, uh, if we can, let's get to line three, if we can. Don Wachillis, I've had him all over southeast Wisconsin. At this point, Don's at the St. Francis Martin Luther game. I got him back to a neighborhood that he's comfortable in. Don, give us an update.
1: Yeah, after a little drive around southeastern Wisconsin, we're over here at Martin Luther Nine twenty-seven to go here in the first quarter. Martin Luther leads 14-0. Took the opening kickoff, ran it back for a touchdown. Fred Guyton, then on their first offensive possession, goes 55 yards up the middle. And as I said, first quarter, 14-0,
4: Martin Luther. Yeah, you might not be there long, Don. Thank you very much. Don is brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of 0% for 72 months on a new Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, or Sonata at Hyundai West Dallas on Highway 100, or go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Let's get to line one if we can. Todd Boltman, he is at the West Bend East at Homestead game. Todd, give us an update.
9: Yeah, uh, Homestead scored uh, an 11-yard touchdown by Gray Stoiber. Uh, it was set up by a long uh, interception return by Jack Crowley. So we have 7 nothing here. Uh, Homestead over West Bend East. There's 7-22 uh, left
4: in the first quarter. Todd, good to have you back this week, brother. How are things? Good? Yeah,
9: feels good. A little nice and balmy
4: out here tonight. Man, yeah, well, it's football weather, brother. 7 yeah. nothing. Homestead over West Bend East. Todd is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Obviously, fall is here. Time to get those new windows or doors that you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break we will continue to get you scores and updates from all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on twelve fifty AM the fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. On 1250 AM, the fan. My phone's blown up, boys, so thank you for all of those text messages that are going straight out uh, to Mike Bush. And a lot of them are like, hey man, that guy gives the best updates on the show. Now, I don't, want, I don't want any of my other guys to feel bad, but they're right. You know what he does? And he's been doing it a while. In fact, he just got home 10 minutes ago from the uh, Wisconsin-Lutheran-Oconomowoc game. (laughs) Bush, if you listen, you remember that one? They ran out of Gatorade. They ran out of hot dogs. That game was like four minutes into the third quarter when we went off the air, Sam. The game ended up to be like 68-65, something like that. And Bush was running up and down the sidelines with with these scores. And he was winded, and he was tired, and he's like, man, there's like— there's still four minutes to go in the third quarter. I said, we're getting off the air, Mike. I'm not sticking around. I'll be I'll be asleep. He goes, I, I can't leave. I'm not leaving. I uh, said, man, don't leave.
10: I don't think I've ever heard a score that high.
4: I'm telling you, it was crazy. And Ryan McMillan was coaching at Oconomowoc. He said, you know what? That game got us the money we needed for the, the stadium because all these people from the city came to watch this game, and it went back and forth like crazy. And, hey, your mic I don't think is on. Okay, can you turn it on real quick? Yeah. Um, so it went back and forth like crazy. And he I, if, I'll talk to him about it tomorrow, but I'm telling you, he was like, look, that thing got us the the funding we needed for that stadium. And they ran out of everything. They ran out of popcorn, licorice, everything. And I uh, had, uh, had Mike Bush at that one, and he had a great time. And he called me the next day and he goes, hey, man, I'm exhausted. Not because I got home late but because running up and down the sidelines every time there was a score, it was nuts. So um, I appreciate everybody who sent me those text messages about uh, uh, well wishes uh, for Michael and, and, uh, and his family. And uh, it's going to help. So uh, let's make sure that we, uh, we do that. So let's talk a little WIA football. Here's what's going to happen. Um, end of the year, they're going to allow teams to either continue to play two more weeks or opt out. If they opt out, then their season's done unless they find another team that's opted out and they want to go ahead and play again. They've got the opportunity to play two weeks after uh, the season ends. Teams that, that opt into the playoffs, they're going to utilize the same, um, the, the, the same machine that they did and the program that they did to see teams uh, last year, and they're going to look for the top four teams in each region. And those top four teams are going to play a, a tournament. One will play four, two will play three, and then whoever wins the first game will play the winner of the second game. They'll figure out locations um, later, and they will have regional championships. They're not going to have a state champion this year. Now, the, the tough part with that, and we're going to talk to Phil Erdl and Ryan McMillan, the AD at Buskego, who's my co-host, on the Varsity Blitz tomorrow from 10 to noon, has got some – you know, he's not happy – there's some, again, there's going to be people that are not happy with a lot of this stuff. But I can tell you that he said, look, this is going to be the only fall sport that doesn't have a state champion. And why is that? Why? It comes down to the, we can't play football after deer hunting starts. That's the state rule. They, that's a non starter for the WIA. That's it. Done. This is when it has to be done because this is opening day for deer hunting. So thought maybe this year, because of everything going on, they would they would say, okay, for one year only, we're going to take that rule away, but uh, it does not like look like that's going to happen. Hey, I on my sheet, um, Austin, just so you know, and let me get this fixed. I'll get it fixed during the break, but uh, if you take a listen real quick, let's get to line one if we can. And uh, Monty is at the Lakeside Lutheran at Lake Mills game. Monty, give us an update. 7-7. Uh,
7: seven, seven. Just started the second period. Um, Both teams took an opening drive for a touchdown. Uh, Lakeside just ran it down the field. And then uh, Lake Mills came back and threw a 38-yard touchdown pass. And Lakeside got the ball back and failed on uh, a fourth-down conversion.
4: Hey, um, so how many people have they left in in for this one, let in for this game? Is it still just two per per player?
7: Yep, two per uh, two per player. Yep, that's it. Wow, and and no students.
4: Oh my goodness! Are there students outside of the fence trying to look in?
7: No, you no, you really can't.
4: You can't. Is no. that game being streamed? I mean, can people uh, watch yes, it? Yes, it is. Okay,
7: yep, it's being streamed. Good. Yep.
4: How is yep. Ian, how is Ian playing?
7: On uh, he's doing well. Uh, he scored the first touchdown. And a boy. Uh, Had some uh, good
4: defensive stops here. Hey, you tell him that Uncle Mikey will send him a 20, he gets another one.
7: (laughs) There there you go. You got it.
4: (laughs) Monty, thank you very much. Keep us up to date. Maybe the biggest game in the state right now, Lakeside Lutheran, Lake Mills at 7-7 at that one. Let's get to line two if we can. Tyler's at the Walkshow West at Arrowhead Game. Tyler is brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster club businesses, churches, and events. Give my friend Troy Schaefer a call. MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. dot com. Tyler, give us an update.
11: Hey, Mike, we're just in the beginning of the second quarter, and we finally have a score. Waukesha West up on Arrowhead, seven to nothing. Kind of a defensive struggle in the first first quarter, especially for Arrowhead. They have now had three offensive drives and not a single first down. And actually on that third drive, which they got from a pump to a Waukesha West punt, they went for it. They were going to go for it on fourth down. They did get the first, but they got called back on an illegal formation. And then they had to punt the ball. Waxhaw West, then on the ensuing drive, they were able to go about 80 yards. But basically there, Will sports with a 47-yard uh, yard pass catch all the way to the arrowhead 20. And they were able to score after that, with an 8-yard touchdown run by Devon Townsend, that was the first play of the second quarter. So that's where we stand right now. 11.56 left in the first half. Wild West up 7-0. Arrowhead about to get the ball again.
4: Tyler, thank you very much. Tyler is brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz show to meet this week's Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, Pick and Save. Let's get to line two if we can't. Nate George is at the Nicolay at Cedarburg game. Nate, give us an update.
12: Mike started the second quarter at Cedarburg seven Nicolay zero. Cedarburg has a twenty five yard touchdown reception by Drew Biver. It's a pretty fast, exciting game out here. Um, these teams are really getting after each other. Uh, pretty, pretty high intensity going on. Um, right after Cedarburg scored their touchdown, the first play Nicolay ran fumbled the ball around twenty five yard line. Cedarburg looked like they were ready to punch it back in for a fourteen nothing lead. But they fumbled on the goal line. Now Nicholas driving back down there at uh, Cedarburg's 45, heading the other way.
4: You know, I got uh, I've got a number of guys with me tomorrow from Cedarburg. Coach Brian Lear and his four senior captains will be joining us tomorrow. We haven't talked Cedarburg football in a while because they, you know, they they haven't had much success. And uh, Brian decided to go back to what he knows best, which is smash mouth football. He, you know, he, he went spread for a while and said, no, this isn't what we do here in Cedarburg. So I look forward to talking to him about that. Hey, Nate, thank you very much. Let's get to line three if we can. Michael Rachel, he's at that Tosa East Lake Country Lutheran game. Michael, give us an update.
5: Yeah, this is an interesting game. Tosa East just took the lead 15-8. to It was the running back Maurice Rochette. He had a 60-yard rushing touchdown after both teams got a consecutive stop. it was becoming a defensive battle until that outburst. Lake Country Lutheran has the ball still in the first quarter here. Fifteen to eight,
4: Tosa East. You know, if and, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm gonna take a really good guess. First time all year, Lake Country Lutheran's been down. Yes,
5: yeah. I would imagine that is correct as well. Yeah. They've been blowing everybody
4: out. they blowing everybody out. They have not been down all year. I'd look forward, Michael, how they respond to that. You know, when you're used to winning and all of a sudden you get hit in the mouth, let's let's see how you respond. I know Coach Preskill over at Lake Country Lutheran, these kids are tough. And they win a lot. They they don't come to the field and hope to win. They expect to win. And this will be an interesting test for them. If they can score next, if Tosa East scores next and gets up two scores, I would I would watch the sidelines, Michael, of Lake Country Lutheran. Make sure that everybody's still together. Nobody's arguing. Nobody's pointing fingers. Uh, take a look at that for me, please. Will do. Absolutely, Mike. You got it. Thank you very much. Let's get to line five where we can't. Andy is at the Menominee Falls at Brookfield East game. Andy, give us an update.
8: Hey, Mac, I got Brookfield East 14, Menominee Falls 7. First Oof. quarter just about to wrap up. Man, Brook East is starting to take over this game. Their offense is looking just unstoppable. They got two touchdowns since I last talked to you guys, and it wasn't all that long ago. Their offense looking really good, especially with the cold weather. Just nonstop action in this one, which is really unfortunate because I was hoping to research some great Brookfield Steakhouses for you to take me to after the show.
4: Boy, well, I'll tell you, you, uh, you must not get many dates if you keep asking me out. I'll tell you that. He is handy. Marino obviously has no – could care less who he goes out with since he keeps – Keeps asking me out, and he knows what I look like too, but he keeps doing it. Obviously, Raul said no to him. He is uh, Andy Marino. It's fourteen seven 7 Brook East over Menominee Falls. Andy is brought to you by UW Credit Union. For secure mobile banking that's easy to use, go to UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Let's get to a break, boys. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Current Electric. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School football scoreboard show powered, powered by Kern Electric. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's get right out to line one if we can Tyler's at the Walkshow West at Arrowhead game, and he is brought to you by Lynch-McGuanago, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer. Go to com. Tyler, give us an update. Hey,
11: Mike. Well, just after we we last talked, Arrowhead's offense probably came alive. They they have been able to tie the score at 7-7 in the second quarter on the Ensuing a drive for Arrowhead, they were finally able to get some offense going. Brady Rudd with a big forty yard yard reception all the way to the shot left thirty one. And then facing a third and ten, Don Burklaw made a clutch first down reception. And that got all the way to the shot left eleven, and that's where Brady Russ scored on an eleven yard touchdown pass for Max Bredesen. That was with nine fifty four left in the first half. And that's where we stand right now. And and kind of interesting, both of the deep passes, both over 40 yards, they both came with uh, the team's win at their backs. So it is an end zone, to end zone win for where I'm standing, from my right to my left. So, so when the so when one of the teams will have a win at their back, that's when they're going to be throwing the ball deep.
4: That's excellent, Tyler. Thank you very much. Tyler is brought to you by Colonel Electric. Home of the superheroes. Uh, go to callcurrent.com. Let's go out to John Moore. He's at the Muskego-Maguanago game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, Maguanago
6: caps off a well-balanced drive, a lot of throwing, a lot of passing, going right down the field on Muskego. Graydon Gannon caps it off with a four-yard score. We have a 7-7 with three minutes left in the first half.
4: Hey, John, I don't know what goes, um if they're allowing a lot of people in, not many people in. Normally, on a Friday night at home against Muskego, you couldn't get anywhere near that stadium. What's the crowd like?
6: No, there's a fair amount of people, Mike. A uh, student section seems to have, oh, give or take, 60, 75 kids. And both parent sections are so of far being well-behaved, know, and they're sitting right next to each other. And they're, so far, they're fairly quiet. Definitely. Well, I'll
4: tell you what, that uh, 7-7 score yeah, sure. should get the people from Iguanago pretty excited. I would think so, Mike. John, thank you very much. Let's get uh, to line three. I think we called this one. Don with Chillis. He's at the St. Francis Martin Luther game. Don, give us that update.
1: Mike, uh, since the last time we talked, Sever Campbell has scored. Jacob Hartlove has scored. And then the backbreaker really was the fact that St. Francis had driven it all the way down to the nine. Trevor Hammond. Martin Luther comes up with the interception, and then Andreas Griffin will go 86 yards on the next play. Oh, boy. We've got 137 to go here in the first quarter. It's 35 to nothing, Martin Luther.
4: In the first quarter? Yes, sir. You know, um, Martin Luther, That the culture of that school really changed a few years ago. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden <laughs> ahead, they started Well, I don't know what happened. I'm just saying all of a sudden they started winning in basketball, winning in football.
1: Step gently off the soapbox, my friend.
4: You got it. 35 nothing. I agree with you, Martin Luther, over St. Francis, Don. Thank you. Let's get to line three, line four, if we can. Michael Rachel, he's at the Tulsa East at Country Lutheran game, and he is brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentices. Starting pays $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Michael, give us an update.
5: Yeah, Mike, you were wondering how LCL would respond from being down in the first time all year. They do respond with a touchdown. They now lead 16-15. to 15. Their quarterback, who's really impressed me tonight, Luke Hortle, found Tim fricking again for a touchdown. I got tell you, Mike, they fumbled on uh, the 20-yard line when they were driving, and Tosa East recovered that ball, but the ref ruled them down I, I was right there. I'm telling you, it was a fumble, but LCL takes advantage of their fortune and scores will take the lead 16-15. Well,
4: I'll tell you what, um, that's going to be, like I said, one of the better games of the night, and it's two schools that do not ever get a chance to play. But they both had an open date on the schedule, and you know what? Lake Country Lutheran said, look, we need to up the competition we're playing. Our conference is weak. We get in the playoffs – We need to start playing some teams that have maybe more athletes, and Tosi's certainly has that. And and Coach Pfeiffer's done a good job. Tosi's didn't have a win last year. Uh, They now have two this year and playing tough against the, the number one ranked team in Division Five in the state Lake Country Lutheran. Michael, good job. Thank you. Let's get to line two if we can. Todd Boltman. He is at the uh, West Bend East at Homestead game, and he is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see my friend Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, or embroidery work. Hey, uh, Todd, give us an update. That's a good game you're at.
9: Yeah, good game. Uh, West Bend East came back. A two-yard touchdown by Brady Schmidt. We have 649
4: left in the half, and it's tied at seven. Hey, Todd, uh, so you and I are kind of related, aren't we?
9: We are. We yeah. are um tail cousins, I guess, uh, second cousins or something yeah, like the, that. Yeah,
4: the, the The Boltman family, there's like 37 of you guys or something, isn't there? <laughs> yeah,
9: there's 19, and then I'm one of the uh, second uh, group of those, so I'm one of the, the uh, man. You, of,
4: of, of them. you tell Jerry Boltman I say hi. Yeah, he uh, he was out of town but he normally covers games for us and uh, you let him know that the entire McGivern family says hello. Well he he's
9: he uh is listening, actually. He said he was gonna be listening down uh, down in Florida.
4: Well, that you know what? There's two of them. That Because my my brother Jim McGivern in Sarasota, Florida, is listening right now. I just got a text. And uh, okay. they're, they're, we got – hey, listen, we're worldwide right now, pal. We
9: are.
4: Worldwide. <laughs> if we got two listeners okay. in Florida, that's probably two more than we have here in St. Francis, I'll tell you. Todd Bowman, thank you very much. Oh, 7-7 man. West Bend East at Homestead. Again, let me tell you, 7-7 West Bend East at Homestead for years – it would be 14 nothing Homestead, 21 nothing Homestead, running clock Homestead. And, uh, you know, Dave Keel retired, and, and they've made some changes in that, uh, that program. And it's 7-7 West Bend East and Homestead. So let's get back to the WIA thinking uh, the playoff stuff. So our high school football season has to end before deer hunting starts. And when I tell other people in other states that I talk to, they go, what? Yeah, that's, that's the way it's always been. And the WI, it is a non-starter. If you say, look, here's what we're thinking. We could get a state champion, but we'd have to go maybe to the weekend after Thanksgiving. Absolutely not. Well, yeah, you, can't, yeah, you cannot. We will not have a game after deer hunting, opening day of deer hunting. So we're going to have that discussion tomorrow with Phil Erdl. Um, who is superintendent at Wauwatosa Schools, and Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego. And they, I don't think the WIA has, has said, okay, this is the final, but, man, it's really close. And we'll, we may try to reach out to Wade Lebecki as well and, and get his two cents to see if he'll uh, come on. He's always been really kind to me and in the, in the shows that I do, so we'll, we'll see if, uh, if that stays. want to say hi to, to the Sarasota boy. Jimmy McGivern, congratulations! By the way, that uh, that text you sent me—that's really good news—and certainly congratulations to Kelly, and I'm sure she's marrying a fine young man. That boy, I'll kick this coverage. I'm sure. Let's get to a break, guys. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric, on 12:50 a.m. The Fan.
13: I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. It's Martin Luther over St. Francis, 35 to nothing. McGuanagoe and Muskegoe are tied up before halftime at 7. It's Lake Country Lutheran, 16, over Tosa East, 15, before the half. Arrowhead and Walkshaw West are knotted up at 7, just before halftime. It's Brookfield East, 14, over Menominee Falls, 7, just before the half. Uh, Cedarburg leads Nicolais, 7-0. Lake Mills and Lakeside Lutheran tied up at 7, as well as West Bend East and Homestead also tied at 7. New Berlin-Eisenhower and Catholic Memorial are knotted at 3 before halftime. And Franklin leads Tosa West 7 to nothing before the half. This scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking to Brian Lear from Cedarburg High School and a few of his seniors.
4: Oh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com for any of your electrical or solar needs. We're going to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the top area football games. And uh, let's get to line two if we can. John Moore is at one of the big games of the night, no doubt, and he's brought to you by Lynch McGuanigo, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcwanago.com. John Moore, give us an update.
6: Well, Mike, we got 7-7 seven, seven at the half, and so far the thing that impresses me the most is just McQuanigo defense just swarming all over the ball. Other than the turnover on their side of the field, they haven't allowed going to do much of anything today. So McQuanigo defense looking pretty impressive so far.
4: Hey, John, um, the talk of the town here, I think the first few weeks has been the quarterback at Arrowhead. You know, he, he went to walk transferred, didn't play last year. They opened up against Muskego, and I think everything was a little bit too fast for him. But by week two, everything started to slow down. He's a big-time athlete, got great feet, and he can really spin it. McGuanagall, obviously, has done a good job against this kid.
6: Well, so far they have Mike. I mean, this is Muskego against McGuanigo. Mike, you were talking about Arrowhead
4: quarterback. But understand what I'm saying is that the the Arrowhead quarterback did a number – on, on McGonagall, and Muskego at this point has not. And you talked about uh, Krause's kid throwing the ball that one time, and I think that, that the Arrowhead quarterback had his way then uh, against go once everything slowed down. And so has Krause started to throw the ball a little bit more, or is that over under five? Uh, you know, he's thrown it once, twice he's, what? He's
6: thrown, he's thrown it once, Mike, and the. But they're just trying to run off the edge, and McQuaido seems to be there on it virtually every every time they get around that corner. Hey, even on, uh, but Badger recruit Hunter Waller was even on the offense that last series, and he couldn't even get much of anything going. He,
4: and that was my next question because this kid, they they they've started to use him a little bit on offense when they need him, and if they've used him in the first half on offense, you know they know that they're in for a dogfight. You know, last year, John, um, come playoff time, McQuaido asked for Muskega. They asked for him. Nobody asked for Muskego nowadays. They haven't lost their, I think they're ranked 24th in the country right now. And nobody asked for them, but but Maguanago did. And they got beat twice by Muskego. And I talked to their coaching staff last year in the off season and said, look, these kids are showing up at 6 a.m. with one thing in mind. And that's when we get a chance to play Muskego again, we're going to be f- as physical as they are. And what you're talking, I, I think they're, they're certainly doing that at this point.
6: I would agree with him. Like, so far up front, they are matching with, with Muskego, tooth and nail.
4: Man, that's awesome. Hey, John, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Let's get to line three if we can. Tyler, he's at the Waukesha West Arrowhead game. Tyler, how's the quarterback from Arrowhead look?
11: um, you talk about Max Bredesen, I mean, he just hasn't been able to do much, actually. Waukesha West, I'm giving him a lot of credit defensively. They've been actually been able to contain him for the most part. Actually, put off some nice passes. And Arrowhead just wasn't able to complete the reception. And uh, where we stand right now, Waukesha West is back on top, 14-7. to This time with the wind right in their faces, they just ran the ball, and they ran it with authority. Darren Thompson actually broke off a 29-yard run. And then the quarterback for Waukesha West, Tyler Hug, he broke off about a 20-yard run to in- inside the 10-yard line of Arrowhead. And then going for it on third third down, Darren Townsend was able to punch it in from one yard out. That was with four thirty four left. They do have the ball left. Paul again, Watch out left with thirty six seconds left facing up first and twenty at the Arrowhead forty five. So they're gonna to try to hopefully uh, pack out some more runs as Howard Hog breaks off a little run and runs out of bounds. But for Arrowhead, other than that touchdown drive, they have had they've had five offensive drives. Four of them have been three and out.
4: Excellent. Tyler, thank you very much. Keep us up to date on that one. Let's get to line one if we can. First time we've heard from Ted Lang. He is over at the Germantown at Brookfield Central game. And as usual, he is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Obviously, if you've been outside today, fall is here. Time to get those new windows and doors that you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Ted Lang, give us an update
14: yeah,
15: hey, we are just approaching halftime. It's Germantown 7, Brookfield Central 3. I had a little phone issue, so I couldn't connect, but now I'm here. Uh, so it's uh two twenty one before half. Uh, Germantown scored on a two-yard touchdown run, and uh, Brookfield Central had a field goal, and it's been all Germantown defense here tonight. You know, their offense, after scoring over 30 last week uh, and giving up all those, all those points, their defense, Defense has uh, t- uh, kept uh, BC out
4: of the end zone. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, I talked to a couple of people from Germantown. You know, uh, COVID hit that 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 uh, school kind of hard, and I know that they're missing a couple of their their linemen. So good for Jake Davis and 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 Germantown to be able to hang in there. And some kids that you know normally are not playing a ton of minutes are getting a chance to play today, and obviously doing really well. Ted Lang, I'm glad you got your phone fixed. 7-3 yep. Germantown over Brook Central in a big game. Hey, guys, I, I let me tell you about, I got another buddy in Florida that's listening to this, and uh, and I got to say congratulations. He is as big a cheesehead as anybody I know. He's bummed he can't watch this Badger game right now. Uh, William Opashaw. William Opashaw. And, uh, William, I'm going to say congratulations to you, man. You're getting into University of Florida. Man, that's awesome. You're going to be living in Gainesville. Do not become, all of a sudden, you're a big uh, Gator fan. Don't be doing that. Remember, you're a Badger fan, young man. And don't forget, man, Cheesehead, Badgers, uh, Packers, Brewers, and all now high school stuff that I talk about. That's who you're a fan of, and bring that with you to Gainesville, William. Thanks for listening, and uh, hey, congratulations. I look forward to meeting you in person for sure one day. Let's get out to line two if we can. Monty, one of the big games of the night. Lakeside Lutheran and Lake Mills. Monty, what's going on?
7: Uh, it's halftime. Lakeside's up 21-7. to seven. Oof. Uh, Lakeside had a punt return for a touchdown, and uh, they held Lake Mills a couple times on uh, fourth down. Um, one interesting fact with this game, Matt, is uh, the home team has won every game since uh, 2011. And Lake Mills is the home team, so see what
4: happens. Well, I'll tell you what. I uh, you know, I think people throughout the state, I have to be honest with you, Monty, they, they fall in love with Lake Mills because of the way they throw the ball all over the place. and You know, good for for Lakeside Lutheran. This would be a really good win for them if they yeah, could hold on.
7: It would be a big win. Yep, be a
4: huge win. Keep us up to date on that one, Monty, if you can. I really appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you, there, is, uh, there are some good games going on right now. I, I'm a little bit surprised. That the Muskegon-Moguanago game, 7-7. I uh, haven't heard from Michael Rachel a bit. Last time we heard Lake Country Lutheran up 16-15 on Tosa East. The fact that we're covering Tulsa football is big because we haven't covered much Tulsa football over the years. And Coach Pfeiffer, I got to tell you, you know, he, he told me in the middle of last year, he said, look, we, we got a ways to go, but there are some kids in this school and in this program that believe what I believe, and that is that we're, we're going to get some wins, and we're going to turn this thing back to what Tosi used to be years ago, and, and I think Coach Pfeiffer is, uh, is doing that. Guys, let's get to a break. We'll continue on the other side of the break. We'll get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. This is the varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on 1250 a.m. The fan.
3: All right, get your helmets on. Hey, let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic Eight. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference, and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh coat hut. <laughs> It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are it's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern.
4: Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. On twelve fifty. And the fan. Uh, we're going to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. Let's get to line one if we can. Todd is at the West Bend East Homestead game. Todd, give us an update. Okay,
9: we're at the half. It's tied 7-7. I'll tell you, Mike, uh, both teams, they're earning every yard that they're getting. Uh, this is a really tough defensive battle so far in the first half. I mean, both, both teams are hitting hard. Uh, there's, I mean, there. It's uh, other than a few big plays. I mean, they are grinding it out on the ground here.
4: And you, uh you picked this one, Todd. So good choice on your part.
9: Yeah, yeah. Well there done. To be a good, good,
4: one. Yeah, no doubt. Let's get to line two if we can. Nate George, he is at the uh, Nicolay at Cedarburg game. Brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of zero percent for seventy-two months on a new Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, or Sonata. Do what I did. Go see Dan Richards and the boys over at Hyundai West Dallas or go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Nate, give us an update.
12: Mike, at halftime it's 17-0 Cedarburg, Cedarburg has a pair of 25-yard receptions from Drew Biver. Uh, Drew Biver is also playing an outstanding game as a defensive back. He's made numerous uh, long, potential long pass breakups. He's been stepping up in holes, making big hits. Um, he's been a highlight so far for Cedarburg tonight. And then Cedarburg also has a 30-yard field goal to make it 17 nothing. But just uh, Drew Bieber on both sides of the ball, he's really getting after it tonight.
4: Hey, Nate, the four guys that we're going to talk to tomorrow on the Varsity Blitz show from Cedarburg, their captains are Wyatt Hart, Charlie O'Connell, Lucas Bork, and John McFadden. So keep your eye out for those guys and uh, let me know if there's uh, anything I can talk to them. You know, one of them in offensive line, if he gets a a holding penalty. I want to know about it because I'll I'll talk to him about it tomorrow on on the varsity blitz show. I'll tell him to quit holding. Man, what are you thinking, Nate George? Thank you so much. Seventeen nothing Cedarburg over Nicolay. Let's get to line three. Michael, Rachel's at the Tosa East at Lake Country Lutheran game. Michael, give us an update.
5: Yeah, Mike. No change in scores since our last talk. It's now the half. Lake Country Lutheran leads by a point, sixteen to fifteen over Tosa East. There were some interesting drives, though. the East got all the way down to Lake Country Lutheran's red zone and then threw an interception at the one. It was picked off by Gunnar Grosanek, and he returned it to about the 40. Lake Country Lutheran then went on for a four-minute drive to end the half, but they ran out of time at their own 11-yard line, had to throw up a little prayer to the end, zone. that one was picked off. Uh, not to the quarterback's fault, obviously, last play of the half, but it's 16-15, to really, really good game going on.
4: Hey, Michael, did, um, tell me again, where did they throw that interception? On, on what yard line? The first one? Yeah.
5: Tosa East threw it at uh, the one-yard line of Lake Country Luther.
4: Man, oh, man. What down was it?
5: It was, I believe it was second down because they had just gotten a pass interference to get to the 11-yard line and then through the pick a oh. plays later.
4: Man, if, uh, you got to believe if they had that to do over again, they would try to punch it in from the one a couple of runs, right?
5: You would think so, but uh, we mentioned earlier LCL really wanting this game, but to me, I came here thinking it would be LCL wanting this more, but Tosa East, their sideline and their fans seem more pumped than the LCL fans. I don't know. you got to think as well. They're playing the number one team ranked, number one ranked in Division 5, so it's a big game for them as well, even though LCL is playing a bigger division of football than
4: they're used so, to. So, Michael, here to think about this now, and, and I've been part of these uh, when I coached uh, basketball for so long. There are times that, that you have won so much that your fans just, they come out and they're almost a little bored. They get used to you winning all the time. And then you've got a program like Tosi's who didn't win a football game last year. They won one the year before. All of a sudden they've got two already this year, and now they're playing well. People that, that are now starting to come out and believe in these kids, and they're telling their friends and telling their family, hey, look, we're not bad. You need to come out and support us. And so the excitement, that culture that Coach Pfeiffer's trying to to build at Tulsa East now is starting to get some momentum, starting to get people behind them, where Lake Country Lutheran has been, you know, they have won their conference. They've been in the state semifinals and the state finals in football the last four or five years. And and talking to the head coach at, at Kimberly a couple years ago, they had the longest win streak in the country. And he said, Look, we don't talk about it, but I'm telling you that the, the our fans in our school starting to take this for granted a little bit. They they don't realize how hard it is to keep doing what we're doing. And it's going to come to an end because all streaks do. So I don't think that's happening in Lake Country Lutheran. But when you're telling me that the Tosa East kids and fans are going a little bit more nuts than Lake Country Lutheran, maybe a little of that might be setting in.
5: Well, yeah, and that, Mike, and the first time I noticed it was when the LCL crowd was saying, all right, let's get a turnover here. And I was thinking to myself, you know, turnovers don't grow on trees, but with competition, they're playing, maybe they're used to just, you know, forcing turnovers and, getting well, right back what
4: they want. And they and tonight. and you know what? And they did on the one-yard line. You got to give did, them credit right, for that. It, yeah. Michael, Rachel, thank you so much. 16-15 at halftime, Lake Country Lutheran over Tosa East. Let's get out to Andy. Andy Marino's at the Menominee Falls Brookfield East game. Might be a surprise. Who knows? Andy, give us an update.
8: Mac, I got East 14, Menominee Falls 10 at the half. Um, story of the first half: Men- Menominee Falls has really struggled offensively. They're just having a hard time moving the ball. Sound like Brookfield East is playing that good of defense? Just Menominee Falls, just a lot of incomplete passes, a lot of drop balls. However, it is a four-point game. Uh, Menominee Falls defense uh, did a I recovered a fumble uh, just before the end of the half, which set up a uh, long thirty-five to forty-yard field goal. Uh, definitely one of the longest field goals I've seen since I've been covering games here at the high school level. So 14 uh, 10, the defense keeping them in the game.
4: Andy, thank you very much. So looking at uh, the state rankings and again, we talked a little bit earlier about the WIA and how they're going to do this. And if you're you're in Division two in this area, right now Menominee Falls is the number one ranked team in the state in Division two, Burlington who won last night on Thursday Night Lights, I think it was 56-49, um, with a minute to go, scored a touchdown uh, to, to win 56-49 in a, obviously a very high-scoring high school football game. Brook Central is 3, Kakana is 4, Hartford is 5, Tosa West is 6, and Tosa West is playing Franklin tonight. And I'm a little surprised John Barnes has not called us. He's a guy that's supposed to be at that game, so hopefully John is there. Cedarburg is seven, Waterford is eight, River Falls and West to So if you're in this region and the top eight teams that I just talked about, maybe seven because I don't think Kekana, and they might take Hartford and move them west. So let's say that they do, that six of the top ten are from this region and four are going to make that, that playoff. So Burlington got their win. They're now at 4-0. So if Menominee Falls does not come back and beat Brookfield East, they'll move down. Burlington will move up. Brook Central is in an awfully good game that we talked to Ted Lang about. Hartford is in a game that they should win tonight. So all of a sudden, you know, at least in the coaches' poll, if if everything stays the way it is, Burlington could be your number one team in the state in Division Two. Now, I know that their head football coach who is, you know, might be listening because he's off tonight because they played last night. He's shaking his head saying, McGivern, don't do that to us. Let us just fly out on the radar screen. You haven't talked much about us. Well, sorry about this, Steve, but I'm going to talk about you now. Uh, they've got a chance to move up, and I know they've got some, some big games left in the Southern Lakes Conference, but boy, I'll tell you what, so far so good. The Demons out of uh, out of Burlington. And then you look at Wautoso West, who's sitting there at number six. They're only lost. They're 3-1. They're only lost was to Catholic Memorial and they had a chance at the end of that game to win that game. If they're 4-0, they might be either one or two in, in uh division two. So this thing it, it comes down to these last couple of weeks. Who's who's going to continue to, you know, to move up. Teams that lose, it's going to be really difficult right now if you take a bad loss to to move out of that top four and then you're not in that that regional championship Um, playoff that the WI is planning to do. Let's get out to line one if we can. Speaking of teams that are in it, these are teams in Division 1, but it's Muskego longest win streak in the state right now, ranked I believe 24th in the country. They're playing at McGuanagoe, who's ranked 6th in Division 1 in the state. John Moore, give us an update. Well,
6: Mike, set up by a a Hunter Waller long kickoff return to, to start the second half. Eric Krause does it again. Krause, the GM, Rosiak for 24 yards out. We have 14 7. Mosquito over McConaughey with 11 minutes left in the third.
4: Man, Coach Krause's son, uh, he can throw it, so he's two for two with two touchdowns. Is that what you're telling me?
6: That is correct, Mike. We still got the over-under at five, but we're, we're two throws in and
4: we're two but, scores in. Well, what's the over-under on throwing touchdown, Pat? I might have to pick this kid up in my fantasy football league, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm agreeing with you, Mike. I mean, he is on the money
6: when it comes to throwing the ball tonight.
4: Man, four, <laughs> 14-7, Muskego over McGuanagoe. Correct. Thank you very much. John Moore is brought to you by Lynch McGuanagoe. They are the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer with a huge selection of new and used vehicles. Go to lynchmcwanago.com. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by our friends at Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan.
13: I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. Last check, Martin Luther over St. Francis, 35-0. Germantown has a 7-3 lead over Brookfield Central. Muskego over Maguanago, as we just heard, 14-7 in the third quarter. Lake Country Lutheran leads Tosa East at the half, 16-15. Walkshell West over Arrowhead, 14-7 at halftime. Brookfield East leads Venomany Falls at halftime, 14-10. It is all Cedarburg in Cedarburg, as Cedarburg is up 17-0 over Nicolay. Lakeside Lutheran is up 21-7 to 7 over Lake Mills at the half. West Bend East and Homestead still tied at halftime at 7-all. New Berlin Eisenhower and Catholic Memorial are tied 6-all at halftime. And Franklin is up over Tulsa West, 14 to nothing at the half. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Listen every Saturday at 11 a.m. for this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week. Why? Because Current cares.
4: Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, flying solo, as I have all year. Hopefully, uh, next year we'll uh, we'll be able to have you know some of my co-hosts back in studio, and uh, we kind of get uh, hopefully back to normal a little bit. Want to talk a little bit about some games that are coming up, Week Six. Obviously, it's uh, halftime at a lot of the games that we have guys at, and. Uh, Week six, there are some games that are going to make some differences. Obviously, you know the Muskego Okanemauk game next week. Depending on how Muskego does, and and you know when you when you get up at the high school level uh, to play a team like Maguano, and physically Maguano is, is uh is a tough team. It's going to be hard for Muskego at least in the beginning. I think next week at home against Okanemauk, who is, is improved, uh, but we'll we'll find out how they handle that, and we'll find out how they do against McGowan the rest of the way. Then you move over to the greater Metro, and right now with with Menominee Falls losing the halftime to Brookfield East, Brookfield East plays Marquette next week, uh, Wauhtosa West, and I'd sure like to get, uh, I'd sure like to find out what's going on at the Wauhtosa West-Franklin game. And uh, John Barnes, if you're out there, you know, you got to give us a call because I've got you on the sidelines for a reason, pal. Uh, Tosa West, Brook Central next week, Tulsa West is a team that uh, very, very similar to WauTosa East that we haven't talked a lot about throughout the years. You know, here and there, they've had some teams that have interested me um, with, with guys, athletes all over the field. They're throwing the ball. Not this year. They, they, they are pounding the ball at teams. And Ted Lang was at the game last year. They have three running backs that are really getting after it. Lake Country Lutheran is going to play Racine St. Catharines next week. So Lake Country's got their hands full tonight with Tosa East, and then they play next week against Racine St. Catharines. Now, St. Catharines, every game is an away game for them. Racine has shut, shut it down for their public schools. Their public schools are playing spring football, and they they cannot practice at uh, in Racine. They can't play games in Racine. So every game for Racine St. Catharines this year is on the road. They'll travel to Lake Country Lutheran as Lake Country Lutheran then gets back to playing in that Metro Conference. They, they were not in the Metro Conference, right? They were in the Midwest Classic for a while, and now they thought, boy, moving over against Martin Lutheran, St. Catharines, you know, we're going to have some competition, St. Francis. Well, St. Francis is down this year. Thomas More has been down for a bit. they got to win early. Um, so Lake Country has not been tested. They're going to get tested tonight, and they're going to get tested next week against St. Catharines, and we'll find out how they do with that. A couple other games for next week that you need to pay attention to. Whitefish bay Nicolay next week. Nicolay's much improved. Whitefish Bay's got a chance to win that conference. So keep your eye on that game for sure. And uh, Hartford-West Bend East. We talked about Hartford. West Bend East much improved, and they're giving Homestead all they can handle. They travel to Hartford next week, and that'll be a good game. A really big game, in fact. Let's get out if we can. We've got, uh, who do we got on line one? Austin? So let's get back to the, hey, the, the Burlington Union Grove game. Union Grove, um, they're not playing tonight. They were supposed to play Waterford. Uh, Union, Gra- uh, Go- Union Grove and Waterford. I called over to Union Grove today, called the Waterford, and, and nobody's talking why that game got canceled. One of the schools, obviously, it's, it's COVID-related, I would think. And uh, neither one would say anything uh, about why. But that game is, is on for next week, from what I hear. Burlington, again, has got a chance. To, right now, ranked two in the state, got a chance to move up, depending on how Menominee Falls does. And they're going to travel to Union Grove. And the Broncos are having a good year. And you want to see a team that's going to line up and, and try to out-physical you. That's Union Grove. Let's get to line one if we can. Tyler's at the Walkshow West at Arrowhead game. Tyler, give us an update.
11: Hey, Mike. 842 up in the third quarter. Walkshow West widens their lead. They're now up 21-7 to on Arrowhead. They took the opening drive of the second half, and they were able to execute some nice uh, short passes and some very good runs. The the capper was with Darren Townsend bursting off a 40-yard run. It was a little bit of power running, a little bit of shifty moves to score that touchdown, his third touchdown run of the night. The extra point was good. That was with 8.48, left in the third quarter, it's now 8.42. Arrowhead about to start their first offensive drive. Obviously, need a touchdown to try to keep this game close.
4: Boy, they do. And and I can tell you that Arrowhead, other than that game against Muskego, Tyler, in the beginning, you know, they have had their way with about everybody. And and you look at Show West, their record at 1-2 and two, but understand that Show West is that coaching staff that, that those are some kids with a lot of pride in that program and they don't like Arrowhead much. In fact, my producer like here, good. Sam, is he's he's got pom-poms. He's three, he wants confetti thrown up. I love it. Yeah. I love he, it. He wouldn't even if the girl was unbelievable, he wouldn't date a girl that went to Arrowhead. That's the way Sam rolls, I'll tell you that. Tyler Peters, yeah. thank you. It's 21-7. Walkshaw West over Arrowhead. And it's fourteen nothing Franklin at half. So hey, Austin, who called that in? Not sure. Fourteen nothing Franklin over Wauwatosa West at half. That game, they they found out they were going to play on Wednesday. Both teams had a bye because of what what's going on, and Wauwatosa West or Franklin. I'm not sure. Somebody made the call and said, "Hey, you want to play?" and uh Sure enough, two really good programs this year, getting a chance to play two opposites as far as how they play the game. Defensively, maybe the same. Lewis Brown, the head coach at Franklin, man, I'll tell you what, he is uh, as good a defensive coach as there is. And that program is always near the top. But they like to throw the ball, spread it out a little bit. Miles Burkett, who is uh, their quarterback... His dad and I worked together for a little while. He worked here at Entercom, and he's talked about his son for a long time to me about what a, what a good quarterback he was in youth football. He started last year as a sophomore at Franklin, and uh, they struggled a little bit against a good, a much better Kenosha Bradford team than I thought. And people thought, "Boys, is, is Franklin down this year?" No, they're not down. Don't worry about them; they're just fine. Up fourteen nothing against Wautosa West. The problem now for a while with Tosa West being down 14-0 is they don't throw the ball. They haven't thrown the ball all year. They they are so used to having these three running backs in the backfield and to be able to, to, to pound the ball to you. You get down 14-0 deep into the third quarter. Now you got to start changing up a little bit. And if you get down 21-0 and you run the ball as much as Tosa West does, you know that game could get over. Let's go out to Todd Boltman. He's at the West Bend East at Homestead game. Todd, give us an update.
9: All right, we have 6.50 left here in the third quarter. Homestead's up 14-7. They took the uh, kickoff here in the uh, second half and marched down the field, capped off by a six-yard run by Joseph Ullman. So it's 14-7, 6.50 left in the third quarter.
4: Hey, Todd, thank you very much for that 14-7 Homestead over West Bend East. Todd is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Fall is here. It's time to get new windows and doors. All of them you've been talking about. You don't want to put that three in plastic up anymore. That doesn't look good. Get that off and go to PellaWI.com for sure. Hey, Sam, any surprise for you that Walkshaw West is beating Arrowhead? Is that, tell me what the locker room, what the school is like, what that program is like the week of Arrowhead?
10: Well, I'm especially surprised uh, this week after watching, we had. Uh... Walkshot West and McGuanago on the TVs last week. So that was kind of my first view at this year's team. Right. And I was I was I wasn't sure what to make of the Walkshot West offense because they couldn't run the ball last week. They're having a little bit of issues with passing and all that, but I think last week just proves we gotta give a little more credit to McGuanego's defense, if anything. So, you know, I, I think they kind of fixed their what wasn't working from last week, so it's looking good so far. I'm surprised, but knowing Arrowhead as much as I trust, know, don't yeah. like them, it's it's going to be a game at the end oh, of the game. Yeah, no they're what. not going away. No, for sure.
4: And and trust me when I tell you this. Look, as good a coach as Matt Harris and that staff and Tom Swiddle are, yeah, these guys know walks to us one and two. Yeah, they watched the they they watched the game. You we did. They taped it and watched it and said, okay, right. Who do we play the week after? That's what I want to know, and that's what that's when you get beat stuff like that. It's hard to, when you go into a game feeling that way, right. to change the momentum at halftime, but certainly Arrowhead's got a chance right. to do that. What? Let's get to line one if we can't. John Moore is at the uh, Muskego-Maguana game. John, give us an update.
6: Well, Mike, Muskego capitalizing on another McQuantigot turnover. Austin Egler picks him off on the 40-yard line of McQuantigot. And no Eric Krause this time. It was all Josh Bolsky up the middle for 18 yards for the score. We have 21-7 Muskego over McQuantigot with two minutes left in the third.
4: Well, I'll tell you what, Muskego just rolls, don't they, John?
6: I mean, Mike, that was, just, that was a running guy's Dream of beauty right there. Offensive linemen love that kind of football. They were just mashing them up front, and 90% of the runs were right up the shoot.
4: Man, that's John Moore. He is uh, at the Muskego at McGuanago game, 21-7 Muskego. And John is brought to you by Lynch McGuanago. Go to lynchmcguanago.com, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer. Huge selection, new and used vehicles from which to choose. Let's get to line two if we can. Michael, Rachel. He's at the Tulsa East at Lake Country Lutheran game. Michael, give us an update.
5: Yeah, I don't know how the other games are looking across tonight, but I'm putting my vote in for this one to be game of the night. Tulsa East answers. They get their opening drive. They go 51 yards. A Maurice Rockett, one-yard touchdown rush. They lead it 22-16 to 16 with seven minutes to go in the third.
4: So, Michael, from the one-yard line, this time they ran the ball.
5: <laughs> this time they did. They, they had the ball first and goal from the three, ran it the first time, uh, right behind their big man, Marcus, is, I believe going to Arizona State, only got one yard, and then they ran a little pitch out to the outside for just a walk-in touchdown.
4: Man, Michael, keep us up to date on that. Michael is brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit FastbackPT.com today. Receive a free virtual consultation for any injury and get back doing the things you love to do pain-free. Guys, let's get to a break. Again, that third hour, we no longer really have coaches on very often, uh, but we will talk to these guys that are at games when they get into their car. Talk a little bit about uh, a little bit more about the game that they're at. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, and we're powered by Current Electric. For any of your your electrical or solar needs, go to callcurrent.com. I'm 12:50 a.m. The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com for any electrical needs. And tomorrow at 11 o'clock during my Varsity Blitz show, we do our Current Electric Superhero of the Week. And I got to tell you, I you know, we do a lot of benchmarks. We do some of this stuff, and I've been doing it for years. But this Superhero of the Week thing that we started this year with Ray Hoffman, And everybody over at Chuck Smith, the owner of Kern Electric, they are the superheroes. That's that's their slogan. So when I came up with this idea to let's highlight, promote, and celebrate a kid in each high school and does not have to be an athlete, in fact, maybe better if it's not an athlete, that flies under the radar screen, that gives back to their community, that gets great grades, that volunteers for stuff in the school, that when they graduate, the school is going to feel that they okay we're missing something because this kid, this girl, this boy has moved on. And that's what we've done. And tomorrow, a young lady from O'Connor is coming on. And you're gonna want to listen eleven o'clock tomorrow because she is Anna is really impressive. And you'll enjoy the conversation that we have and she truly is a current electric superhero of the week. Let's get out to line one if we can. John wonder where he's been. Franklin at Tosa West. John, what's going on?
16: Well, we got a tight game over here. 7.30 left to go in the third quarter. Tosa West just got on the scoreboard with a seven-yard pass on a fourth down play inside uh, Franklin's zone. They were able to get in there. Uh, Franklin tried to punt. It was a poor snap. Uh, Franklin tried to run it out there. They got uh, they got him tackled inside the red zone, scored it. Franklin's up 14-7 to right now. Uh, Franklin just received the kickoff. They're up at midfield, so they're moving right now. So it's it's going to be a tight game here.
4: Well, uh, you know what? Tosa West is a good football team, John. It's a really Absolutely. good football team. And, and I would think the over-under for how many times Tosa West is throwing the ball is about three, right?
16: I, I would say about three, yes. <laughs> yeah.
4: And uh, Franklin, I would, I would assume Miles is throwing the ball all over the place.
16: Yes, they are. Right now, they're going against the wind. So, hopefully, in the fourth quarter, they'll be able to open it up a little bit more again.
4: Perfect. John, thank you very much. Appreciate you calling in. Keep us up to date on that one. All right. Let's get to line two, if we can. Todd's at the Germantown at Brookfield Central game. And uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ted is. Let me look real quick. Yeah, Ted Lang, I think. Right? Yep. Ted, I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I, uh, I got to take my glasses off to read anything, Ted. There you he, go. Germantown at Brooks Central, and he is brought to you th- this time by UW Credit Union. For secure mobile banking, that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Teddy, give us an update.
15: Hey, okay, we're in the third quarter, and Germantown leads Brookfield Central 14-3 to now. Uh, they scored on an 11-yard touchdown run, followed by an 11-yard punt by Brooks Central and gave Germantown the ball on the 20-yard line. Three plays later, Aaron Grant took it into the end zone to take the lead 14-3, to Germantown up on Brook Central.
4: Hey, Ted, just so you know, the last time we heard from Andy, and he's coming up um, on this break, but Brook, Brook East was up 14-10 on Menominee Falls.
15: That'd be a big win for them.
4: Oh, that throw a wrench into that conference, wouldn't it?
15: Absolutely would.
4: Yeah, no doubt. Hey, let's get uh, let's get to line three if we can. Monty's at the lakeside uh Lutheran at Lake Mills game. Big game of the night. Monty, what's going on?
7: Right now it's uh Lake Mills is uh down twenty one to fourteen. It's a fourth down by Lake Mills, and they're about to snap the ball. And Lakeside stopped them on a fourth down now, Lakeside's ball at the at their thirty five.
4: Really? Yep. And, and, Monty, what, what's the score?
7: The score is 21-14, Lakeside up.
4: Man, what a good game. How you feel? A little nervous?
7: I'm getting a little nervous now.
4: Yeah, now, I'm getting nervous for you, Monty. There's no doubt. Thank you so much. Let's get to line six if we can. Andy's at the Menominee Falls Brookfield East game. Andy, give us an update.
8: Mac, I got Brookfield East 21, Menominee Falls 10, three minutes left in the third quarter. Um, I thought it was interesting at halftime, Menominee Falls did not go back to the locker room. They just had their team meetings right in one of the end zones, uh, so they did not go back and warm up. They stayed out in the cold. Was kind of interested to see how that would affect their play in the third quarter, and Brookfield East just ran the uh, length of the field from the opening kick, 100 percent all running uh, play drive, and uh, Matthew Schmida with the one yard rushing uh, score to make it
4: 21-10. Wow, that I'll tell you what, huge, huge um, game in that conference. You know, Menominee Falls was rolling, man, and uh, we'll see how they respond. They've got they've got enough enough fire to come back, but Brookfield East is a team that, look, again, you look at their record and you go, okay, they're 1-2, and they're down this year. Man, Coach Farley can can coach, and that Brookfield East team has some tough kids on it. Andy, thank you very much. Well done. Let's get to line one if we can. Todd is at the West Bend East Homestead game. Todd, give us an update.
9: Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. uh, West Bend East came back and scored after that last uh, Homestead score. It was uh, Dawson If He took it in about two yards for, uh, for a touchdown quarterback keeper. They missed the extra point, so they were at 14-13. I called in, and Homestead took the ensuing kickoff back for a touchdown. They were at 21-13. Homestead with 50 seconds left in the third quarter.
4: Man, not a bad game, huh?
9: No, very exciting. Good defense, hard hitting, too.
4: That's excellent. Well done. Thank you very much, Todd. Let's get to... Uh to line four if we can. Don with chill is probably heading out of this one early. Saint Francis at Martin Luther. Don, give us an update.
1: Yeah, Michael, this one is all but just about done. Andreas Griffin with another touchdown on the reception to make it forty nine to nothing. Martin Luther over Saint Francis has the third quarter now winding down.
4: And that's a running clock, so yeah, you'll, uh, you'll be getting warm really quickly, Don. Thank you very much. That's Don with Chill. is brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of 0% for 72 months. Go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Look at a new Hyundai Tucson, a Santa Fe, or a Sonata. Again, Hyundai West Dallas on Highway 100 in Arthur. Let's go uh, to line two if we can well, it's been, I don't know, 10 years since Eric Block <laughs> has been on this phone line. Eric Block is covering the Eisenhower at Catholic Memorial game. Eric, you know the reason they were taking the score and not putting you on? Because I forgot to have you on the sheet. And yeah, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going, Matt, hey, really? After 10 years? Come on, Matt. And I'm like, where is Eric Block? So I send you that. And then I go, Austin, how come we're not letting this guy on? He goes, you're not, you don't have him on the sheet. So <laughs> let me take the hit on that. Don't yell at young Austin. He's doing exactly what I told him to do.
0: Yeah, I don't expect anything less from you, Mike,
4: right? Hey, I'll tell you what. <laughs> All I can tell you, Eric, is those uh, those flags, those wood flags that you made, the one of the cross and the one of just the flag, yes, man, right. of uh, they, the, some of the most beautiful pieces that we have in our house, uh, one is in our kitchen, one is on our front door. And I can tell you what, man. I I have those up proud. So thank you for those.
0: Man, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much, Mike.
4: Yep. Let's uh give, give me an update. Eisenhower and Catholic Memorial.
0: Hey, man. Surprisingly, uh, six to six right now. Fourth quarter just started. Really? Uh, yeah. Kind of a methodical game, up and down. A lot of fourth downs conversions. Both teams going for it. Um, Right before half, six to three, Catholic Memorial. Eisenhower throws it away at about the fifty, and they hit him hit the quarterback out of bounds, gives them fifteen yards, and Eisenhower kicks a forty-yard field goal at halftime to tie it at six to six. And the the whole third quarter was pretty much no excitement, and now it just start the fourth quarter.
4: Boy, this uh, it is surprising. You know, yeah. it's surprising that because that, Eisenhower's not had a good year,
0: right. And uh, Memorial, I mean, they do have some of their better guys are out injured, but, uh, you know, no excuse, right? You got to step up and play the game.
4: Man, next man up, you know, Billy Young. That's That's how he rolls. Hey, Eric, thanks a lot. How's your dad? How's your son? Everybody's good.
0: Hey, we're doing doing good. I got my, my dad couldn't make it tonight. My son's here with me. And. My son and my daughter are both like you used to cover high school games. That's how long it's been since I've done one with you. So I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Well, you know what,
4: Eric? It's good to have you back um, with us. We you were you were like that first year, second year, and then you got married, had some kids, and said, "Man, I can't do this anymore." I, I called your hey, I called your wife twice and begged her to let you come back, but no chance. But now we got you back. He is Eric Block. He is uh, covering Eisenhower Catholic Memorial. Surprisingly, six six game. Eric, thank you. Keep us up to date on that game. Let's get uh, over to Nate. He's at the Nicolay Cedarburg game. Nate George, give us an update.
12: Uh, start of the fourth quarter. It's now Cedarburg thirty-one, Nicolay zero. Uh, Cedarburg in the third quarter touched the ball five times. They got two big runs. Uh, one was a seventy-yard run, touchdown run for Connor Roloff. He also had a fifty-yard run. Connor Roloff did to set up a one-yard quarterback sneak by Wyatt Hart. Um, so, you know, you could say Nicolay was ready to fold it in. After getting down 31, they got the ball back, and they took a nice long drive, put together a nice drive, got all the way down to the two-yard lining, turned it over on downs, kind of felt sorry for them because they worked really hard to do that. Because other than that drive, they really haven't been able to accomplish much tonight.
4: Hey, Nate, you've seen a lot of high school football this year and throughout the years. How good is this Cedarburg team?
12: I tell you what, the the key to Cedarburg's team right now is their speed. They go sideline to sideline on defense. They, they they have that what do you call it? The uh the bend but don't break defense. They right. go up some yards, they go up some yards, but when it when they're up against it, they really get after it. And they and um their running backs do a nice job exploding through holes. They they rip off big plays.
4: You know, so next week, um, they play a West Bend West team that's down. And so I think they're gonna be okay there. And uh, I, I it's it's fun to talk about Cedarburg Bulldogs and Brian Lear and the job he's doing and I look forward to having him on. He's gonna be on with with four of his seniors tomorrow ten fifteen on a varsity blitz show. So tune into that. Hey, nice job, Nate. Thank you. Let's get to line one if we can. Michael Rachel's at the Tosa East Lake Country Lutheran game. Michael, give us an update. Yeah, Mike. Uh, we
5: got a tie ball game here. LCL responded. It's now twenty two to twenty two. It was uh, Tim Fricking finding the end zone again for, I think, his third score tonight. But Tosa East returns the the kickoff to the 39 of LCL, and they are at the three-yard line right now. Tie game three and a half minutes to go in the the third quarter here. But, uh, like I said, Tosa East, they got third and goal now from the three-yard line.
4: Hey, Michael, keep us up to date on that one if you can. Let's get through two more if we can. They have to be quick. Let's get to John. He's at the Franklin at Tulsa West game. John, give us an update.
16: Well, Mike, after Tulsa West score, Franklin answered with an 80-yard drive, taking three minutes off of the clock, and uh, Miles Burkett hit Dyson Kluperdance on a bubble screen for a touchdown. Franklin is up 21-7 with 444 left to go in the third quarter.
4: Well done, John. Thank you very much. Tyler, we've got to be quick on this one. Walkshow West and Arrowhead, give us an update.
11: Hey, Mike, in the fourth quarter, it's now 21-13 Waxhaw West over Arrowhead. Arrowhead was finally able to get their offense going, helped by a recovered fumble As the Waxhaw West 46. They were able to finally uh, score. First converting to fourth and eight. Elijah Meyer-Farge on a 20-yard pass completion. And then Bredesen, Max Bredesen, was able to score a one-yard touchdown run, up with ten forty-seven. 47 left in the game. It's now 10, oh, 10 minutes left, and it's still 21-13 Waxhaw West over Arrowhead trying to
4: call back. Excellent. Tyler Peters, thank you so much. He's brought to you by Current Electric, home of the superheroes. For all of your electrical or solar needs, go to callcurrent.com. Guys, let's get to a break. Some of these games getting really interesting, and we'll get you finals. Uh, on the other side, this is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on 1250 AM, The Fan.
13: I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. It's Martin Luther over St. Francis, 49-0 to towards the end of the third quarter. Germantown over Brookfield Central, 14-3 in the third quarter. Uh, it's Muskego, 21. Maguana 7. That game is late in the third quarter as well. Uh, it's all tied up at, in Lake Country Lutheran as Tosa East and Lake Country Lutheran are tied up at 22 in the third quarter. Waukesha West leads Arrowhead in the fourth quarter, 21-13. to 13. Uh, it's still brookfield east over benominee falls it's 21 to 10 in the third quarter cedar it's all cedarburg uh, 31 to nothing over nicolay lakeside lutheran 21 lake mills 14 in the fourth quarter homestead over west bend east right now it's 21 to 13 homestead new berlin eisenhower and catholic memorial are tied at six in the fourth quarter and it's franklin over tosa west 21 to 7 almost to the fourth quarter This scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick and save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking to Brian Lear from Cedarburg High School and a few of his seniors.
4: Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on 1250. The fan, let's get right to it. John is at the Muskego-McWanago game. John, give us an update.
6: Well, Mike, moments ago, Muskego caps off a 97-yard drive. Yes, Mike, there was one pass in there. But Dylan Crowsey takes it in from 25 yards out to put Muskego up 28-7 with 2.5 left in the ballgame.
4: So that's three passes. My under's coming in.
6: I'm with you, Mike. We said
4: the under, under five. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to cash. And trust me, he's, uh, you know what? Krause not throwing the ball again. That's there you go. He got his three in and, you know, I'm sure he gets home and his wife says, why don't you let our son throw the ball a little more, man? We haven't lost in three years. And because I'm the head coach, you know what she says? Take the garbage out, man. Take the garbage out. John Moore. Thank you. 28, seven Muskego over McGowan Let's get to line two if we can. Michael is at the Tosa East at Lake Country Lutheran game. Certainly maybe the, the um, I, I would think, the most exciting game of the night. We'll see. Michael, give us an update.
5: So last time I got off the phone with you, uh, Tosa East had the ball inside LCL's five. They were able to punch it in uh, with Maurice Rockett. And it's twenty eight to twenty two. The extra point was no good. Oh. Interesting thing is, LCL they're driving right now thirty five yards, and they have not attempted an extra point all day. So they're most likely going to go for two if they score a touchdown. Down by six, fourth quarter just beginning.
4: Boy, I'll tell you that that is a really good game at this point. And uh, on the,
5: sorry to cut you off. Ball went on the ground, but they recovered.
4: I'm gonna. I've got somebody at that game whose son plays for LCL. I'm gonna text him and see if they have a kicker. So I'll let you know next time you call in. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. That. Yep. You bet. Uh, let's uh, let's get if we can over to uh, Andy on Lane Line Five. He is at the Menominee Falls Brook East game. Andy, give us an update.
8: Mac, I got Brookfield East twenty-one, Menominee Falls seventeen. Eleven minutes left in the game. Uh, just when I got off the phone with you, or on our last call actually, you actually said. Menominee Falls has a really good offense. they were cruising around. They have a lot of firepower. As I often do when I'm talking to you, I was wondering what you were talking about because I haven't seen any offensive uh, spark out of Menominee Falls at all. But this offense just woke up as soon as I got off the phone with you. So they ran the uh, length of the field a uh, uh, Redding 10-yard rushing play. He broke two tackles. And uh, ran into the end zone, and they just stopped Brookfield East on the ensuing drive. So Nominee Falls has the ball again, and they're driving.
4: Andy, which Redding scored? Because there's two of them. They got they got the the brothers, and and uh, one is a senior, I think. One's a sophomore or a junior. Which Redding do you know? Um, I'll. It? We, it was, and they're totally different. One's about a five foot eight inch bat. Quick as they come. The other is about a 6'2", more powerful kid. Goes over the middle, catches the ball. He's got good wheels as well. But the older brother was on my show last week. And if he decided to quit high school and do radio, they would fire me here for him.
8: (laughs) It was the uh, shorter one, uh, the quicker one.
4: Isaiah, I believe his first name is. Hey, Andy, never doubt me. <laughs> Never ever don't you dare doubt me that that's I've, how you get in trouble when you hey you got in trouble when you and I used to hang out a little bit remember I,
8: I've learned that over the five years, never to doubt.
4: You. Never doubt that the me. hard way. You're and, right. Andy Marino, it's uh, <laughs> so give me the score again 21 17.
8: 21 17, 11 minutes left in the game. Nominee Falls uh, driving. So this is about to get interesting.
4: And Andy Marino is brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Boy, I love the people over there. They are really good people. They sponsor my Faith in the Zone show as well. And I'm a big fan of the work that they do. So do yourself a favor, visit FastbackPT.com. Receive a free virtual consultation on any injury and get back to doing the things you love to do pain-free. Let's get out to uh, line three if we can. Eric Block, he is at the Eisenhower Catholic Memorial game. One of the uh, surprises a little bit tonight. Eric, give us an update.
0: Yeah, Mike, last time I was on the phone with you, right when I got off, uh, Memorial got a safety on Eisenhower to take an 8-6 to six lead. And then uh, on that kickoff, when they kicked it off after the safety, Memorial went right down and scored a touchdown. So we got 15 to six Memorial with 8:38 left in the fourth.
4: There you go, kind of what you thought might happen. You know, Catholic Memorial again. They, you know, still with with the one loss. I think they are ranked uh, number one in the state division four. Xavier Freedom, Wrightstown is, uh, you know, all the schools up in the Valley then come in after that. Lake Mills, who's losing right now, is ranked number five. Eric Block, thank you very much. Let's get to line one if we can, Ted Lang. He's at the Germantown Brookfield Central game. Ted, give us an update.
15: Yeah, big time. First of all, I just want to say many thoughts, prayers out to our friend Mike Bush. Amen. I heard it, and uh, Bush has been one of our first ones here on the show. A very popular good friend and, and in there Bushy. I know he's listening. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we're we're thinking of you, Mike. So here we are, uh, Germantown up on Brookfield Central, fourteen to ten. Ooh. Uh eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Brookfield Central scored by passing the ball, uh, thirteen yard touchdown pass, Ben Peterson caught it in the end zone. And uh, we just thought the momentum was changing a little bit and uh Brook Central just punted it back. So we are fourteen to ten. With eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Germantown over
14: Brookfield Central.
4: That's Ted Lang, and he is brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all Booster Club businesses, churches, and events. Call Troy Schaefer at com, and he will take good care of you. Let's get to line three if we can. John Moore, Muskego, and McGuanagoe. It's a final, John. What is the final? We have 28-7, Mike. 28-7. Boy, I'll tell you what, Mosquito just continues to roll. You know, there are times, John, that that teams can stay in it with Mosquito for a quarter, for a half. But boy, I'll tell you, they just pound you and they wear you down. And all of a sudden, what you saw in the first half, now there's big gaps and guys are running all over the place.
6: Well, it wasn't really a big gaps, Mike, but it is ball control. And that's what mosquito is known for. I mean, they ran the ball, they ran the ball, and they ran the ball some more. And when you can cap off a 97-yard drive, eat up about six minutes on the clock, and put a score on the board, yeah, that's going to take a lot of teams out of it.
4: Yeah, that sucks the wind out of you. There's no doubt. Hey, uh, John, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Let's get to line two if we can. Tyler is at the Waukesha West at Arrowhead game. Tyler, give us an update.
11: Hey Mike, 4:30 left in the game, and Washington West is now running the clock down. They are now on 24 to 13, and it's just been a night for Washington West have been going their way. They actually were facing them third and 27 back at their own three just after I last talked. Washington West had a bit of a quarterback miscue. He got sacked all the way back to his own three. They went and on third and 27. Sarah Townsend was able to break off a 28-yard run for the first down, and then they were able, able to later on make a big 3rd and 11 conversion all the way to the Arrowhead 18, and then with the wind blowing right in the face, Watson tried a 30-yard field goal, and it was good. It looked like a dead duck, honestly, as soon as it was up in the air, and somehow it still got over the crossbar and went in. Wow. And, and then Arrowhead, they got the fallback. Tried to go for it on a fourth and ten, head and went deep, but it went right through the hands of Bob Burkloff. That's what's been the story of the night for Arrowhead. A lot of opportunities, they just haven't been able to uh, finish the deal at all.
4: Tyler, thank you. Keep us up to date. Twenty four thirteen, Walk West over Arrowhead, and Tyler's brought you by your local Pick and Save stores. Listen every every Saturday from ten to noon during the Varsity Blitz show presented by your local Pick and Save stores and meet this week's Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, Pick and Save. Let's get to line three if we can. Nate is at the nicolay Cedarberg game. Nate, give us a, an update.
12: Mike, we just went final here in Cederberg, 38-0 Cedarburg. Uh Cedarberg was able to punch in one more touchdown with about four minutes left. Um, the You know, say what you want about the score. Nicolay gave it a good, good go at it. They just didn't have it going for him. But the one thing I like I like to tell you about is when the second-string guys from Cedarburg got in the game with about seven minutes left in the game to make that one last drive, after standing there for three-and-a-half quarters in 35-degree weather, the way that those starters and the fans in the stands went crazy for these kids when they punched in the touchdown, something to see, just, just something to commend Cedarburg tomorrow when you see them, how well they treated all their teammates tonight.
4: Nate, I appreciate, I really appreciate, look, that's, uh, you've been around youth sports and you've coached for a long time. Not everybody notices things like that. So I re- I always notice stuff like that. And I really appreciate you bringing that up because, look, you're right. These guys, second string guys practice as hard, if not harder, than some of the first string guys every single day. So when they get in the game, it always bothers me if the guys that are starting, the crowd now is, you know, looking the other way. The starters are all, you know, sitting on the bench talking how, you know, hey, man, we had a great game. And I'm glad to hear that those guys are doing that. Thanks for letting me know. Let's get to line one before we get to a break because maybe the big game of the night is now going to overtime. Monty, Lakeside Lutheran and Lake Mills, what's going on?
7: Just start of overtime. Uh, 21-21. Oh, man. side had the ball with about uh, three minutes left. Uh, it was a fourth down at their own four-yard line. Try to field goal, got blocked, oh. and then uh, Lake Mills drove it down. We held them. There was a fourth and three at their 19. They threw a 19-yard touchdown pass to send it to overtime. Oh. They're starting now.
4: So uh, this character of this Lakeside Lutheran team is going to show right now.
7: Picked, just picked it off in overtime Personi Sony
4: Who picked it off? Lakeside or Lake Mills?
7: Lakeside. Lakeside just picked it off.
4: So they get the ball back, and if they score, they win. Yeah. They got a good kicker.
7: Yes, they got a really good kicker.
4: There you go. Hey, Marty, uh, man, do not, uh, do, don't be a stranger. I got to know the final on this one.
7: Absolutely.
4: Hey, let's uh, real quick, Martin Luther final, 49 nothing over St. Francis. Let's get to Michael. Big game, fun game. Tosa East and Lake Country Luther. Michael, give us an update.
5: Yeah, LCL takes the lead 29-28. to oh. It's a 10-yard catch by Gunnar Grosvenik. And uh, I laughed about uh, not having a kicker earlier because they went for two every single time. And then they say, we're going to go for one. So I was a little shocked waiting to see a kicker trot out. No, they're just going to have their quarterback. Uh, Luke Hurdle kick it what he does is he takes six steps back doesn't take any over runs at it throws his big toe at it and it clears the the crossbar by about three feet it's good (laughs) I mean ugly but good 29 28 LCL
4: man what a fun game to be at
5: yeah no it's a great game great atmosphere both sides of fans are getting into it both sidelines are getting into it it's a good one
4: wow good for you
5: Still eight and a half left. So yeah, uh, you
4: there. know what? Keep us up to date on that one, Michael. I really appreciate it. Twenty nine twenty eight. Lake Country Lutheran right now over Tosa East. And before we get to break, I'll just say this. Look, Lake Country Lutheran is used to winning. They're used to closing games out. Tosa East, not so much. And so this is where you kind of, if, if, you're, if you're head coach Dan Pfeiffer, if you can somehow get a win here, that that does so much for your program. It does so much for your program. Kids continue to trust each other. Look, we just keep doing what our coach is saying, and this is the kind of stuff that can happen. So, hey, we got to get to a break. Other side of the break, I see Eric Block is, is going to give us an update with Eisenhower Memorial. We'll get to him on the other side. This is the varsity blitz high school football scoreboard show, powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM the fan.
3: Alright, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic Eight. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh coat It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are four. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fan's high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern.
4: Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. On 1250, the fan, let's get to line one. Eric Block has been covering the Eisenhower Catholic Memorial game, and like I said, it's good to have Eric back. Eric, give us an update. Yeah, hey Mike, after
0: uh, Memorial scored that touchdown, Eisenhower answered, went right down the field, and they kicked a field goal to keep in one score, so it's 15-9, to with four minutes left in the fourth. Memorial got the ball on the kickoff, and they went three and out, and they just punted it right back to Eisenhower. Oh. Eisenhower has it on their own 38-yard line, with uh, four minutes left, down,
4: down by six points. Wow. Matt Kern must be pretty darn happy about <laughs> how his team is playing right now. Hey, Eric, keep us up to date on that one if you can. Let's get to line six if we can. Andy, is that the Menominee Falls Brook East game? Andy, give us an update.
8: Oh, Mac, this is a great game. I got Menominee Falls 24, Brookfield East 21, four minutes left in the fourth. Uh, Just a quick correction on my previous call it was Quinton Redding that had the uh, previous touchdown for Menominee Falls. You asked me uh, which Redding brother had it. Um, So, pair a defensive stand since we just talked. Brookfield East had a punt that they downed on the one yard line. So Menominee Falls had five minutes to go the entire length of the field, which they did in about three plays. I've never seen anything like it. Um, so they're out in front here, 24 21. Brookfield East has a chance to answer with some time on the clock, four minutes.
4: So can we go back to what I said about Menominee Falls having more firepower than, and you doubting me because they they went the this, length of the field in three plays, Andy?
8: This is, I if you would have watched this first half, I've never seen just a more lackluster offense this year in all the games I've covered this year. But I, it's just like they woke up, uh, they flipped the switch.
4: No, Andy, I called Dan Lutz. The had football coach from Miami Falls. <laughs> Told him what you were saying about his Indians. I don't know if they're the Indians anymore. I don't know I, what I, they are.
8: I hear him uh, being called the Phoenix, I guess, over the PA, but they still have the Indian logo, like, on their helmet and everything. So
4: I'm old I'm, I'm old school. Hey Miami <laughs> Falls Indians is what I'm going to call them until somebody tells me I can't. Um, whatever they are, that's what I'll start calling them. But I'll, right. you know what? That It's a senior-laden team. And they, these kids. I'm telling you, I had them on the show last week. You know, they said, "Look, we we're not going to put our, we're not going to, you know, have any kind of hiccup. We're going to be okay." But they understand that conference is full of teams with a ton of pride, and when yep. you're talking about Brook Central, Brookies, Marquette, Sussex, Hanlon, these these are teams that are used to winning, and. I, man, good for Menominee Falls. We'll see if they can hold Brookfield East out of the end zone here.
8: And just a quick note here: it's uh, third and two, so Menominee Falls is uh, on the in the midst of another defensive stand to possibly get the ball back here. So
4: you know what? Keep us up to date on that if you can. That uh, what a heck of a game! Yeah, I do yeah. send you to some good games. You got to start paying me a little bit more. <laughs>
8: I'll, uh, we can do breakfast before you get on the air tomorrow.
4: Yeah, like that. yeah, that's never going to happen, no, but I appreciate okay. it. You tell, your, yeah. you tell your dad I still, uh, you know, t- tell him I got his voice message and I will continue <laughs> to allow you to cover these games. He
8: you said you're up ten, 10 to 1 on singers <laughs> yeah. on
4: me this mor- uh, tonight here. Yeah, <laughs> you're not even, you're like I yawn when you come on at this point. <laughs> he is Andy Marino. Let's get to line one if we can. Michael, been, been one of the better games tonight. Tose East at Lake Country Lutheran. Give us an update.
5: Yeah, no score update, but since it's such a good game, I thought I'd give you an update on big play. So, uh, Tose East was driving. They got down to the 27-yard line of Lake Country Lutheran with about seven minutes to go.
1: And then the quarterback
5: dropped back looking for something to happen. He got stripped of the ball. It was recovered by LCL's lineman, Lucas Lombardo. And he he took off running. He got it all the way to Tose East 25. And now it is fourth and nine at Tose East 24. Five to go. I, it looks like LCL will be going for it. Yeah, they
4: they're not they're not kicking it. I'll tell yeah. you that.
5: They don't have a kicker to kick the field but obviously Mike, they're punting from
4: the twenty-four. Yeah, Michael, let's let's stay with you if we can, because that the, if they get this first down, that game's probably over. So let's yeah. stay with you and and uh, let us know fourth and nine from where?
5: Uh, the twenty-four. Lucas hurdles make. Oh my goodness, what a play! What a play! He went all over the field. He's going to score going to score six points right there. What he did was he rolled out to the left. It looked like a design run the whole way. Made two guys miss, cut back upfield, took it to the right side of the end zone. And now it's going to be my math here, 35-28. And we'll see what they do if they kick the extra point
4: or go for two. Man, that Brookfield Academy, uh, that education came in good, really good. Listen to me with the mesmer English. That 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 Brookfield Academy uh, math uh, stuff that you do over there, Lee Rogers and all the nice people over at Brook Academy taught you some math. You're, hey, I'll tell you this: I've known your dad a long time. He would have had to ask somebody for a calculator to come up with that. Just so you know. Michael, Rachel, right, thank so you for time,
5: One more thing, Mike. Yeah. Uh, they're lining up to kick the extra point again with Luke Hurdle, but they called a timeout. They're going to use a timeout. I think they're going to debate whether to go for two, put the game away to go up nine, or if they're just going to kick it to go up eight. So I'll keep you updated on that. Yeah, I got
4: a feeling they're going to go for it. That's That would be my guess. Yeah, they lined
5: up to kick it. So I well, all
4: right, let's go Let's let's stay with you for one minute here. Now, I, this thing is going uh, to be short. He's going to hit the crossbar or something. You watch.
5: <laughs> It, it, his first one was a line drive, but I'll tell you what—that that, that kid is playing out of his mind today. The quarterback Luke Hurdle—he's playing both sides of the ball. He's playing safety as well for Lake Country Lutheran. He, he hasn't really let anything over his head. And then again, you know, playing quarterback, he's just making plays happen. So hats off to him. He's the real deal in my well, mind. Well,
4: and if he—if uh, you notice, he—he uh, he serves popcorn at halftime. So. <laughs> the kid does just about everything. Hey, we'll let you go. Michael, Rachel, okay. keep us up to date on that. Yeah. Again, Thirty five twenty eight right now. Lake Country Lutheran over Tosa East. Man, but it's going to be a good win for them. It, it really will. And the fact that they have been in a game is going to help them as they get uh, farther down into the season. We'll get to a break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com we're on 1250 a.m the fan
13: I'm Austin Delaney and it's time now for your varsity blitz scoreboard update we have a final as Martin Luther takes down Saint Francis 45 to nothing its 14 nothing Germ- or it's, I'm sorry it's 14 to 10 Germantown over Brookfield Central late in the fourth Muskego over McGlanago 28 to 7 that game is a final. Uh, As you just heard, Lake Country Lutheran takes a 35-28 lead over Tosa East with the extra point ensuing. That game is late in the fourth. Waukesha West over Arrowhead, 24-13 late in the fourth. Menominee Falls just took the lead over Brookfield East. It's 24-21 late in the fourth. We have a final from Cedarburg. It's 38-0 over Nicolay. Cedarburg over Nicolay, that is. Uh, We just went into overtime uh, in Lake Mills as Lakeside Lutheran and Lake Mills are knotted up at 21 homestead over west bend east 21 to 13 catholic memorial leads 15 to 9 over new berlin eisenhower late in the fourth and it's 21 to 7 franklin over Tosa west this scoreboard update is brought to you by current electric go to callcurrent.com. listen every saturday at 11 a.m for this week's current electric superhero of the week why because current cares
4: Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Kern Electric. Let's get to line two if we can. Tyler's at the Waukesha West Arrowhead game. Tyler, give us an update.
11: Hey, Mike. I actually have a final uh, Waukesha West with a def- with a definitive victory over Arrowhead. 31-13 to was the final score. They were able to score one more touchdown. Dan Cuchello with a four-yard touchdown reception. That was with 116 left. And then Arrowhead ran out the clock. Just an uh, almost flawless game tonight for uh, for Waukesha West. They had a couple of miscues, a couple of uh, fumbles, but their defense really stepped it up, and their offense was just very crisp, very fluid, and everything just seemed to go their way tonight. If you wanted to ask Waukesha West to give as, as, almost, as an almost perfect performance as they did, they did it tonight.
4: Wow. Boy, Coach Steve Ruck's got to feel really good about uh, that team. And and I know Matt Harris and, and his staff, hurting a little bit, probably did not see this coming. Tyler, thank you very much. Well done. Walkshow West plays uh, Walkshow North next uh, week. Walkshow North is, uh, uh, they're down this year a little bit. And size wise, from what I understand, they're down. But anytime, you know, you uh really, oh, Matt, that's Sam Schmitz right there. Walkshaw West grad. I, look, I, I've seen this kid smile before, but never from ear to ear.
10: Hey, it's always a good day when you take down the evil empire. Hey, to be fair, though, it was a good game.
4: Yeah, look at him smiling. You, know, you see, that's that's the walk show West. We took down the evil empire. Oh, good game, boys. Good game. You got to do what you got to do. Let's get to line one if we can. Holy cow. Double overtime in this one. Monty, what's going on?
7: Hey, Mac uh lakeside won in double overtime oh. yes it was a double overtime um lakeside kicked field goal in the double overtime and then uh Lakeside or lake mills got the ball back and uh the quarterback adam long uh ran it down to the two yard line so it was a fourth and one at the two and then uh, they decided they're gonna try to kick a field goal. And then they changed their mind. Oh, and then all of a sudden, delay a game. Five yard penalty. Oh, trotted out. The field goal unit, Lakeside blocks the blocks the field goal.
4: Oh. man. So this is uh, this is for sliders or something, right?
7: This is a slider bowl.
4: You bet. So, uh, so tell me what happens now? Who Lake Mills has to pay for who to eat sliders?
7: Uh, Lake Mills has to buy uh, Lakeside players flyers on Monday.
4: How many? Uh,
7: that one I don't know. I think it's maybe two a piece.
4: Man, that's awesome, Monty. I'll tell you what. This, this is uh, you know this might be the last time that that one of your sons plays in that rivalry game, depending on what happens, playoff wise. But yep. but what a great if it is the last time. What a great way to end that thing for you.
7: Oh, it's unbelievable! What
4: an awesome game. Hey, awesome do game. hey, do me a favor if if you and I don't th- I don't think you will be able to see Ian before um, ten o'clock. But if if he happens to get in the car, or you happen to see him, would you call? I'd like to I'd like to tell that kid congratulations.
7: You bet! I sure will.
4: Man, thank sure hey will. Monty. Well done. Congratulations. All right, thank w- you. Much. Right. We'll talk to you. Hey, let's get over to line two if we can. Todd's at the West Bend East Homestead game. That's gone file. Final. Todd, give us an update.
9: Yep. Uh, final score was 21 uh, 13, Homestead. Uh, fourth quarter was basically they, they traded uh, the ball back and forth. It did come down to the last play of the game. It was uh, West Bend East through a pass into the end zone that was uh, kind of a, you know, a threw it up, uh, Hail Mary type pass, and Homestead intercepted it to seal it. So uh, good, good, hard, hard. Uh, well, well-coached well teams, 21-13
4: Homestead tonight. Todd Boltman, thank you very much. 21-13 Homestead gets a win. Before we get to our next two, if you're leaving a game and you want to talk about the game that you were at, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about whatever game you were at, 414-799-1250. We'll have time in that last half hour to take some calls, 414 799 50 let's get to line two if we can john's at the franklin Tosa west game john give us an update
16: hey mike we have a final over in wauwatosa franklin 21 wauwatosa west seven after the last score by franklin in the third quarter teams are going back and forth in fact wauwatosa west had them on the ropes with a blocked punt but the defense for franklin was able to stop it and i tell you hats off to franklin a short Short notice on, uh, on going against Walatosa West. Same thing with Walatosa West. Both teams are developing and uh, having to have a short leap with a game plan on here. So it was a good game.
4: Hey, good game. J- John, I have said for years that I think one of the best high school defensive coaches, if not throughout the state, but certainly in southeast Wisconsin, is Lewis Brown. And
16: yeah, I definitely would agree with you I, on that one. I had the, the opportunity to coach with him early in the 2000s on there. We definitely had some good times with that absolutely man and
4: you, he is he is a defensive guy and he he allows the offense to do what they do but he is a defensive guy and you watch this team and this program year after year after year look at Tosa West scores this year and Franklin holds them to seven and i don't care if they found out wednesday they were playing they both found that out and lewis brown and that staff and that defense anytime i get him on the air john All I want to do is talk about his defense. And he just, I can feel him smiling over the phone. He goes, You know what? Everybody always talks about our offense. I love coming on your show. Let's talk about my defense a little bit. So, hey, John, thank you for covering that game. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Let's get to line six. Ah, Let's see how this one goes. Andy's covering the Menominee Falls uh, Brookfield East game. Andy, give us an update. You're exhausting me tonight, by the way.
8: I got a final score, Menominee Falls 24, Brookfield East 21, and that is a final, like I said. Brookfield East had one last chance on a fourth and 14. Uh, they had a pass that was long enough that would have picked up the first down to set up at least a field goal as time expired. Unfortunately, it was dropped. So uh, Menominee Falls took over on downs, took a couple knees, and uh, sealed this one up.
4: Boy, that, uh He's got to feel – Coach Lutz and that staff and those seniors are going to feel pretty good about that. They're not going to feel great about how they played the first half, but certainly how they took over, closed the deal, got the win. Uh, they can get out of Brookfield, get back to Menominee Falls, feel pretty good about getting a win against a good Brookfield East team.
8: I just can't believe I, – I, I'm just leaving this game wondering how much more damage they could have done if uh, the offense played the same way they did the whole game as they did in the fourth quarter.
4: Well, you know, and, I've, and again, I have coached teams that sometimes play to the level of the competition, and the problem with that is you get caught sometimes. You know, you get caught where you come in and, and you're starting to read some press clippings and you go, man, Brookfield East is not the old Brookfield East. They're one and two, and and we'll be okay. Who do we play the following week? And sometimes, you know, you can, can get everybody together at halftime and get the kids to realize that they're in a battle and they come out and play the way Falls did. The tough part with that, you get a little nervous with it when, you know, you're, you're a team that if you do that with, with some other teams, you might get caught uh, looking and you get a loss. And now with what the WI is going to do with these playoffs, you can't afford to get a loss. You can't do it, so Andy. Nice job today. Well done, and I'm glad that uh, we have come to the conclusion that you will not ever doubt me again. So (laughs) not uh,
8: after tonight. No
4: uh, way. No way. No way. (laughs) Hey, when you're leaving Brookfield East, head down and uh, Murph's is right on the right side before you get on the freeway. Uh, 125th. They got good burgers and and a shake. Go, go. Put it on my tab, pal.
8: You got it. Absolutely.
4: Uh, There you go, Andy. Thank you very much. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break. We'll continue talking to a couple of guys left at some of these games. And again, if you're leaving a game and uh, you want to call in and, and talk, tell Austin you want to come on the air with us. Let's talk about the team that you follow. Let's talk about some of those seniors, some of the players, and what kind of year they're having. And again, this is a different year for all of us. So you may be, this might be the first time you've gotten a chance to see the team that you've always gone to see. It's hard to get into some of these games, that's for sure. But you can call us. We'll have that conversation, 414-799-1250. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on 1250 The Fan. Welcome back to the varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com for any any of your electrical or solar needs. Let's get to line one. Eric Block. He's back covering the Eisenhower Catholic Memorial game. Give us an update, Eric.
0: Hey Mike, uh final score 15-9 Memorial over Eisenhower. Eisenhower had a ball four and a half minutes. They threw an interception. Held Memorial to three and out, used all their timeouts, got the ball back, went down again, and the drive stalled on about the 40-yard line of Catholic Memorial. So final here is 59 Memorial. But Eisenhower played them tough. They didn't look like a team that was down, that's for sure.
4: No, they they did not. And I know, I you know, I talked to an assistant coach from Catholic Memorial this week, and he said, look, and and, and you know this, we've got some guys, we've got some key guys that are injured, yep. and it, it, there's no excuse. We we're not looking past Eisenhower. It's going to be a tough putt for us. And I said, "Come on, really?" Because they're done. He said, "I'm telling you, I've watched their film. They're they're pretty good. They're yeah. not bad." And Eisenhower, you know, everybody gets up for Catholic Memorial. Yep, no that doubt. Too
0: is a good good statement game for Eisenhower with this new Parkland conference. You know, Memorial kind of coming over and. You know, letting them know that they're still they're still here. You know, they're not just taking the conference from them.
4: Yeah. Hey, what is the youth program like, at Catholic Moore? What grade do you do, do? you uh what age do you coach?
0: I'm coaching fourth and fifth graders with my sons in that, and then uh, then they have then we have sixth, and then our seventh and eighth graders are combined. And uh, tomorrow we have home games tomorrow against Marquette at Catholic Memorial all day tomorrow.
4: So where do they play them?
0: Right, right at the, right at the high school. They have they have a real nice real nice field right behind the high school. They just do not have. Uh, like varsity lights and stuff, to play the games there. And that's why they usually play at Carroll College. But now because of COVID this year, they can't play their home games at Carroll this year.
4: So they've been playing at Waukesha North?
0: Yep, South south and North, whoever doesn't have a home game. So they've been bouncing around, so it's kind of inconvenient.
4: Yeah, it, it, it kind of is. But that, yeah. you know what, yeah, I don't think, I'll tell you what, none of those coaches or players will ever take that as an excuse. They right. just go play. Eric, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, it's good to have you back. All right, thanks, Mike. Good to talk to you. Yeah, you bet. Let's get to line two. Michael, one of the better games of the night. He's at the Tosa East at Lake Country Lutheran game. Michael, is it a final? It's
5: not a final. It's still a minute and 18 left. Lake Country Lutheran leads it 44-28. to 28. Oh. They had a third and nine from about midfield, and they threw it to uh, Gunnar Gronisic, and he was headed out of bounds, and his teammate, kind of threw him back inbounds, and he stumbled and went 40 yards to about the half-inch yard line where their quarterback, Luke Hurdle, punched it in, and they kicked an extra point, and it was good. 44 28 weight. Surprisingly, they go onside, which uh, the Tosa East bench and fans, they did not like that. No. And, and you know, there's only two minutes left. But the other interesting thing is it's a 16-point game, so it's still a two-score game. The only thing Tosa East could have had was a runback or, you know, that onside they started at midfield. Is the ball at the six-yard line with a minute 18 to go, down 16, I know it's very unlikely, but the door is still cracked open just a bit in this one. Touchdown. Did he drop it? Nope, touchdown. So now it's a 44-34 to 34 game, and they're going to go for two. Um, and if they get it, they can go onside here and hopefully get it. They have no timeouts left, so they'll need to get that onside.
4: Hey, Michael, keep us up to date on that. Boy, good game. Let's uh... – Let's get to uh, line three. Ted is at the Germantown-Brook uh, Central game. Ted, give us an update.
15: Yeah, we have gone final here in Brookfield. Germantown pulls off the victory 21-10 to over Brookfield Central. So you just said they just shook up the conference here. Uh, I asked Coach Davis, I said, when's the last time you beat the two Brookfield schools in the same year? And he said, never. Never. So, Nope. So they are they are pretty pumped up, and he was asking me how did Catholic Memorial do. Okay, and I told him, he said, "Say so he goes, that's their next opponent."
4: And Falls came back and won 24-21 on Brook East.
15: Hmm, that's interesting. So yeah, this conference is is wide open. Yeah,
4: it's it is uh, yeah. it's a fun conference every year, but this year for sure, Teddy. Thank you very much. Thanks. Hey, let's get to line uh, four. Mike, he's at the Franklin game. Mike, how you doing?
14: Mike. I love you, man.
4: I appreciate I love that. Your
14: brother too. Thanks. I'm the guy that does an impression of you. Oh Maybe that's it doesn't piss you off.
4: No, it doesn't.
14: But it's supposed to be flattering,
4: right? Ma- no, I, none of that ever ticks me off. Are you so you were at the Franklin game tonight? Yeah. Hey, oh, have huge you
14: Franklin fan? So
4: do you get to most of their games? Know. Cold. Do you, do you get to most of their games, Mike? You, you know I I just talked to, uh, to the guy covering the game and he had coached with Lewis Brown I, I made a comment that in high school football and, and certainly in southeast Wisconsin but maybe throughout the state this guy is one one of the best defensive high school football coaches in the state and and I'll stand by that you know everybody a lot of people talk about their offense but man watch their defense and how well they're coached yeah. and and look at some of the scores. Defensively, you that know, they Franklin. Had one, team.
14: one bad game where they gave up a couple passes and didn't go to state.
4: Right. I, yep. I
14: can't remember. Uh, did Ms. Ms. Uh, win?
4: Uh, McGuanago got beat. Yeah, Mosquito. Mus- oh, Mosquito Mus- oh, Mus- 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 rolled up on Mosquito. Mus- I think it was 28 7 was the final. Um, Man, m- who
14: won the game? Muskego. Oh, okay. I thought you said they lost.
4: No, you, you asked for okay. McGuanego. Muskego yeah, beat McGuanego twenty eight seven. And uh, uh
14: Gary Ellinson got a huge bet.
4: Yeah. No I think
14: it's gonna be Franklin muskego for state.
4: Well and, uh, the the region. I got
14: one more thing, where is it? I'm looking at my notes. Uh I watch a Badger game, just getting off the map a little. Yeah. This Graham Mertz.
4: Yeah. I think we're looking at Heisen Trophy. Oh, please don't say that. He's had one. He's played one game. He's he's got to, he's nineteen or eighteen for nineteen. Hey, Mike, we got to get to a break. I appreciate you listening. You keep doing. Uh, if if you can mimic me, man, you keep doing it. I love it. No, 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 no worries at all with that. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break. If you're leaving a game, get like Mike did. Give us a call at four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. 414 799 1250. And we'll talk about the team that you uh, went out to see. And we'll also talk about some really big games coming up next week. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric. On 1250 AM, the fan.
13: I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your final Varsity Blitz scoreboard update of the night. We got a final as Martin Luther takes down St. Francis 49 to nothing germantown over brookfield central 21 to 10 muskego rolls over mcguanago it's 28 to 7 the final there lake country lutheran as we just heard lake country lutheran over tosa east 44 to 34 that is late in the fourth waukesha west downs arrowhead it's 31 to 13 the final there menominee falls over brookfield east 24 to 21 cedarburg all cedarburg 38 nothing over nicolay Lakeside Lutheran takes down Lake Mills in double OT, 24-21. Homestead over West Bend East, 21-13. Catholic Memorial and New Berlin Eisenhower. Catholic Memorial takes them down 15-9. That game is final. And Franklin over Tosa West, 21-7 is the final. This scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking to Brian Lear from Cedarburg High School and a few of his seniors.
4: Oh, Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Kern Electric. Go to callcurrent.com and we're on 1250 AM the fan. Let's get out to Michael. He's got a final. Tosa East and Lake Country Lutheran. Michael, what's the final?
5: Yeah, it is a final. Lake Country Lutheran takes home the win tonight. They win it by a score of 44 to 36. The last time we left off, Tosa East did go for two and they got it. So it was interesting. There was an onside kick uh and the ball the ball is a good one. The ball was loose. But Lake Country Lutheran was able to dive on top of it, and they get a they get a good win here today at forty four
4: thirty six. Hey, Michael, is the quarterback um, at Lake Country Lutheran the best player you've seen so far? Ah,
5: uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. The running back at Manomet Falls was pretty good when I watched them. I think it was week two. Yeah, but uh, at quarterback wise, this is this is Luke Hutto's definitely the best quarterback I've seen so far.
4: Because he can throw it, he runs it, he plays defense. He's a tough kid.
5: Yeah, the thing that he he when he gets pressured on him, he takes like four steps back and he kind of just like squares up to everybody and then he makes a move one way and then finds an open receiver downfield. He's so calm and the under pressure; it's impressive.
4: Kind of reminds you of me on Thanksgiving Day in the, in the th- turkey bowl, I bet.
5: Yeah, Dan, No, I think it's more of you dancing <laughs> around the table to get to the different foods.
4: No, nah, not so much anymore, <laughs> young man. Not kidding. so much. Hey, you, um, your buddy's getting married this week.
5: No, last week. He's a married man. He is a married man.
4: And so he didn't do any dancing at that wedding because those ankles are still bothering him, I would assume.
5: You know, you said that as a joke, but he actually
4: did not dance at the wedding. I didn't know <laughs> if
5: it was because of the ankles or just because he doesn't like to dance, but let's just well, let's go with the fact that he broke
4: Did you show him the video we did?
5: I did. He laughed so hard. Good. He wants so you to give you a call and clear the air, and I said, I don't know, I'll need like $20 or something like that to give you that. Money.
4: Yeah, he can He can call me anytime. Hey, <laughs> Ty, uh, real quick, uh, we always talk to you each week about the podcast. You've asked me to to join you uh, next month. I certainly am willing to do that. Uh, the name of the podcast and how people can find it.
5: Yeah, so if you guys go to oddsportstopics.com or just search Odd Sports topics into Google, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, really anything there. Um, and you can check us out there. We talk about odd things in sports that people don't
4: think about. <laughs> hey, so you're inviting me onto a show like that? What's that about me, Michael?
5: You know, I, uh, that's, that's the You about don't our have
4: guests. to. <laughs> no, thing
5: <same laughs> about our guests. We don't know the odd stories, and then you know they start talking to us, and we're like, "Wow, you really have encountered some odd things in your career in sports," which is which is always fun.
4: Yep, and and certainly that would be the deal here, Michael. Rachel, good job. Uh, I appreciate it. Your dad did send me a text ripping me for that comment about his lack of math since he was in the banking business for a long time but <laughs> that doesn't matter I uh, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my last comment Michael Rachel good job thanks for covering that good. game thanks. you bet again odd sports uh if you google that you can uh you can uh, listen and, and and listen to this podcast these guys are doing odd sports topics and and Michael Rachel does a good job hey um Sam do you guys do some podcasts around here don't you are you involved in that?
10: Oh, yeah. Uh, Evan Heffelfinger, Dan Plucker, and I, we do a podcast. We try to do it weekly, but sometimes, you know, schedule changes and all that. We uh, just, you know, talk about Packers, Brewers, Bucks, whatever. What's, is. what's the
4: name of that podcast?
10: Uh, Half Sam and Dan on Demand.
4: I'm sorry. Do it slow. What is it?
10: Half Sam and Dan on Demand.
4: Half Sam and Dan on Demand. Whew. I better write that down. <laughs> that, man, that that would be hard for a boy my age to get to. I'm telling you right now. Hey, we're like 28 episodes in. I better start listening to that. Oh, yeah. I, how come I'm getting invited on these other people's podcasts but never been on invited in the hell
10: Well, to be fair, we keep it usually in the pro sports. But if we ever do.
4: Hey man, you're are you kidding me?
10: Well, I know you do. <laughs> I'm but you you're kidding. You're, our, you're our guy when <laughs> you're, it comes you're to high guy. school and local sports.
4: Yeah, and you want to keep me in my lane, man. You can't keep you can't keep baby in the corner. I know, I know. You have no idea what that line is. But <laughs> it's a very there's people listening right now that know exactly what that where that line came from. So, um, hey, really good week. Yeah. And and I think uh That first hour didn't fly, but the next two hours flew, and and we had some really good games. That Menominee Falls comeback uh, against Brook Brook East was a big win for them. Germantown beating Brook Central 21-10, and and you heard Ted Lang say, look, I asked Jake Jake Davis, when's the last time you beat two Brookfield teams? He said, never. have not done it. Uh, Martin Luther, as expected, all over St. Francis, 49-0. Um, the 28, seven Muskego against McGowan If you're listening to John Moore first half, man, it, it, you know what? That game was close. In fact, I believe uh, McGowan came out and scored first and Muskego as they do, they figure out how to get it done. I think, uh, I think the head coach's son through three times and he, uh, they had two touchdowns. So there's going to be a lot of calls in Muskego maybe for him to open it up, start throwing the ball. He's not doing it. He is not doing it, and nor should he. They have the longest winning streak in the state. And last time I looked, and that this may have changed, I think they're ranked 24th in the country is Muskego right now. 28-7 win over McGuanagoe. Lake Country, and we just talked to Michael, uh, gets beat, or they beat, I'm sorry, Lake Country Lutheran beats Tosa East. Franklin gets a win 21-7 over over Tosa West. And, again, congratulations to that defense over at Franklin, Lewis Brown, and the stuff he does. Maybe one of the bigger upsets that Sam is still smiling about, Waukesha West 31-13 over Arrowhead. Arrowhead was rolling for a while, and uh, Wakshaw West, yeah, you never count them out. You know, Steve Rux and that that staff that he has and those players, a lot, a lot of pride in the Walk Show West program. They go to Arrowhead and beat them 31 13. Menominee Falls comes out of nowhere. You know, Andy Marino's at the game going, Look, I, I don't think Menominee Falls has a shot at this thing. They just look, they look lack, lackluster and offensively not moving the ball. And uh, pretty much as soon as I said, Hey, look, they got a lot of firepower, boom. They go out and they they beat Brookfield East 24 21. And, uh, again, good comeback for them. Cedarburg, 38-0 over Nicolet. And the head coach and four of their captains will be on our varsity blitz tomorrow. And it, it's going to be fun to talk to Brian Lear, Ten fifteen to about 11 o'clock. At 11 o'clock, we'll introduce you to our current electric superhero of the week. And then Phil Ertel, who is uh, he's the superintendent in Wauwatosa, and we want to have him on to talk about what the WIA is doing with playoffs. And it'd be pretty interesting because with especially in this area, if you're Division I, Division II, you know, you're going to get great competition if you get in that top four. But then you start looking at a team like Lake Country Lutheran, and when you when you're looking at Lake Country Lutheran in Division Five, if they're going to keep everybody geographic and you, you go to, to Division 5, and they're number one. Now, Lakeside Lutheran, who got to win in double overtime, is going to probably, I would think, be in that region. But other than that, I I don't know who they're going to find to get to be in that top four. Maybe Lake... I, no, because Lake Mills is Division 4, so we'll have to figure that out, and we'll talk to Phil Ertle about that for sure. Hey, let's get to line one. Speaking of Lakeside Lutheran, my guy... He is, uh, I tell you, I've known Ian since, I don't know, probably the last eight years, something like that. And he is a running back and a linebacker for Lakeside Lutheran, and there's not a bigger game on their schedule than Lake Mills. They're a mile apart. And for Lakeside Lutheran to beat them in double overtime today, I asked Monty to have Ian come on the air with us, and he's on right now. Ian, congratulations. What a good win for your guys.
7: Hey, thank you. Yeah, that was... That was awesome. That's one we're gonna remember for
4: a long time. How many sliders are you gonna eat?
7: Oh boy, I don't know we'll
4: see man well, hey if if they don't hey if they don't pay I'll you tell you tell Monty to charge me. I'll pay for whatever you want to eat. you know yeah. your senior year we weren't sure if we we're gonna even have football and now for you guys to be able to get to this game and win it in double overtime by blocking a field goal, I, Ian, I don't know how you're going to sleep tonight, young man. I
7: know. I, I got so much juice. Yeah. He's got a lot of juice.
4: Man. Well, that's good. Hey, we're talking now about playoffs. Do me a favor. The one thing that you don't want now is for you guys to to have any kind of letdown next week. You know, you've now let's finish the deal, right? Let's take care of all your business. Let's go out next week. You guys play Portage. It's a non-conference game. But let's make sure that that everybody stays healthy. Nobody goes out and does anything stupid tonight. And as the senior leader on that team, you gotta be one of those guys saying, hey boys, let's let's just keep this thing going, right?
7: Yeah, we we already told the team, hey, be smart, but enjoy the win.
4: Ian, we're gonna end the show with you, young man. I'm really proud of you. I'm very happy that uh, you got this win tonight and, and tell your dad thank you very much. And uh, tell your brother, tell your mom, I'm real happy for your whole family, Ian.
7: Thank you, Mike.
5: I appreciate it.
4: Yeah, you bet. Again, Lakeside Lutheran beats Lake Mills tonight in double overtime. They score. They they score. They get next. They get a field goal. They're up three. They get a stop. It's fourth down. Lake Mills takes a timeout. Comes out with a field goal, and Lakeside Lutheran blocks it. And maybe you know one of the biggest games in 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 certainly kind of this area. And I love some of the people up at Lakeside Lutheran, and and Ian is one of them. Just comes from a great family, so thanks for calling in. We're going to get out, boys. Nice job, Sam. Great job, Austin. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on 1250 AM. The Fan. (sighs)
2: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
1: now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way